The poker made a mistake. They, they, I'm nah, saying they, it's they, a head high. They hit him in the head. How is, that, it's, how is that a mistake when they look at it and they say it's high that mm. it's not 10 in the bin? How is yeah. that a mistake? I, 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 I don't understand what we're arguing about. Did he hit him in the head? Yes. Yes. Then it's off. In the story. It's but, but he didn't get but sent it, off. But he shouldn't get sent off. But he should have. Oh my gosh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 90 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast, the greatest view of rugby league from the sideline. I am your host, Daniel Tassoni. A gigantic week in the world of rugby league after a topsy-turvy penultimate round of NRL prior to State of Origin Game 1 with the official Origin lineups announced last night. We are recording on Tuesday night. A massive welcome to my co-hosts, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we, boys? Three words. Better than Guildy. Mm, Guildy, how are you? I'm a bit, bit under the weather. That's okay. Pushing through. You're a gun, Guildy. You're a gun. Because yeah. you know the cause. You have to be here, even though you might bow out halfway through because you yeah. are actually sick. That's that's a pretty big opportunity. I'll probably go halfway through. <laughs> anyway, boys, the fucking big episode today. State of origin period is upon us, about to begin, with the NRL virtually taking a back seat for the next two months for the pinnacle of rugby league and the greatest rivalry in Australian sport taking over, despite a fantastic round of NRL in round 12. But in saying that, we do have an exciting announcement for our listeners, where we will be releasing three bonus episodes this year to cover the 2023 State of Origin series. So we all know that the State of Origin series has reverted to its traditional Wednesday time slot. And what this means for us is, straight after each match concludes... We will record our immediate thoughts on the game, the hottest talking points and individual player performances and release that episode on the Thursday morning preceding the match. So we're going to be re- very quick to the to the take, boys. Pretty cool. I think. It is. Cool. Yeah, it is. Hopefully so, I'm Yeah, it's going to be some late nights for those three. But this is what we wanted, the traditional Wednesday game. It is where it's supposed to be. It's back three in a row, not... They got rid of the Sunday game, just if anyone's wondering. It's back to three Wednesday matches, as it should be. But I'm pretty G'd up because I want to see you two um, and your immediate thoughts after a game. And Because we don't usually record straight after a match. We record as everything's wound down. It's going to be interesting to see our immediate thoughts on each State of Origin game, particularly if New South Wales lose. I'll get to see the real Clarky and Guilty after, after that. It'll be tears. <laughs> Oh, that, that will be you. <laughs> anyway, boys, we're going to start real quickly before we get into our little, uh, we're going to go against the grain here with our structure of our episode today, just due to origin. But we'll always start with the Rusty Penny Brewing Company trivia question of the week. Now, Clark, you came up with this one. Our question this week is, how many teams did not feature an Indigenous player during Indigenous round? For the NRL, so it's multiple yeah. choice. To clarify for the to clarify for the New Zealand fans, obviously we're talking about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. Yeah, so Australian Indigenous players. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Duty, I know the answer, and so does Clarky. Um, but it's multiple choice, and we're going to reveal the answer at the end anyway. But it's zero, one, two, or three teams who did two. not feature Indigenous. Two. Okay. I'll reveal the answer at the end of the episode. But your answer is two. Obviously, you're not going to be here when I reveal it. Did you did, did you fact check me, Dan? I did. I oh, did good. Okay. It. Yeah, I did. I Was did. I right? Yeah, you were right. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. So we will move it on. We'll reveal that answer at the end of the episode. But today, we're going to kick off a little bit differently. Like I said, we're going to dissect the New South Wales Blues and Queensland Maroons Game 1 lineups for the State of Origin 2023 series. For this week's bunker review segment presented by our major sponsor, Adzi Apparel. So we're going to put the bunker review first this week, guys. Then we're going to cover round 12 of the NRL, as well as the sideline story MVP 321s for each match presented by our beer sponsor, Akasha. Clarky, that's your job this week, 321s. We've got a lot to discuss this week. Um, Round 12 will forever be known as Redemption Round, as the bottom four teams of the league ended up taking the win in their respective games. And the four Queensland NRL clubs lost their matches in the lead-up to Origin, which is wild. And another overarching issue in the game is the refereeing and bunker, which we have to talk about also, as well as our rapid-fire tips for round 13. Then at the back end of the show, we'll quickly check in around the grounds for the results in the rounds, round of 16 Challenge Cup and the circumstances behind France's withdrawal to host the 2025 Rugby League World Cup and the potential replacement hosts. Oh, Gildy, you're coming. You're coming back for that, aren't you, Gildy? So I can fuck off. What is it? <laughs> he was what asleep. It? He was asleep. Clark. I don't know what it was. I was hearing Dan talk about the. No, the um, you're gonna come back for the around the ground, so I can leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> aren't you sweet, Gildy? Well, I'm gonna try and push through, but I'll be quiet for long periods. <laughs> Just like then when you were asleep for the first yeah. five minutes of the episode. No, no, I listened to you. You're talking about France and pulling out. I listened. Uh, <laughs> I've got to concentrate, mate. Thanks, Gildy. But anyway, boys, this is what we came for today. What all the listeners are hanging out for on the socials. They're like, where's the episode? It's here. It's coming. It's here now. Obviously, when you hear it, it will be here. But we're going to begin with our fan favorite bunker review segment presented by our major sponsor, Adzi Apparel. And we will be talking about the lineups for State of Origin. So, the New South Wales Blues and Queensland Maroons teams were announced last night for game one. Let's go into... Who do you want to start with, boys? Let's start with New South Wales. I don't think I can handle Clarkie not talking. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Uh, I've got a bit to say about the Queensland. Oh, okay. No, we'll start with New South Wales. Um... Let's go. We're going to talk about the official selections of both states. We're going to discuss also those that missed out and kind of compare them to our our overall selections for the sideline story teams. So we're going to start with the Blues. In fullback, James Desco, also the captain. On the wings, we have Brian Toto and Josh Adokar. Adokar is a returning player uh, from uh, who was dropped in 2022. In the centres, we have Latrell Mitchell and Tom Trebojevic. Both those centres missed out last year also. Mm-hmm. In the halves, we have Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. Starting props, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. on his debut and Payne Haas. Apisai Korosau is the hooker, beats Damian Cook. In the second row, 
Tyson Frizzell, be his first origin since 2020. And on debut, Hudson Young. In the lock position is Isaiah Yo. And on the bench, Junior Paulo, Cameron Murray, Liam Martin. And on debut, the 2022 Dalian medalist, Nico Hines. Stephen Crichton is the 18th man. Clarky, we're going to start from each position, go down accordingly. So fullback, we have Tedesco. I don't think it was ever, he was ever in doubt, but we picked Dylan Edwards ahead of him uh, to a lot of people's dismay. Um, but surely this was the first choice for him, the Australian and New South Wales captain. Mate, I don't think they would have even considered Dylan Edwards. No, nah, neither do I. Like, for, <clears throat> but they should. Of course, they should. of course, of course, they should. And um, and to be fair, like with the with the players who have missed out, I don't even think if Teddy went down that Dylan Edwards would get a call up. To be fair, really, I don't know. I, I don't know. I reckon he might. I reckon they'd slot one of the centers in at fullback and move one of like either Kim Stephen Wright or yeah. Kim Graham to come in. But um, yeah. no, they wouldn't have. Even, I don't think. I don't even reckon that Dylan Edwards would have got a phone call. Oh, well, the, the, all the conspiracy theories, and you know, maybe not conspiracy theories, is that you know, because Brandy's there, there's a bit of a contingent, and Fitler, there's a contingent of Panthers players. So maybe he would have gotten they, that look in. Well, they talk about Fitler, fucking Penrith. He played there fucking twenty five years ago, and he yeah. played his last. <laughs> he played his last eight years of football. Yeah, at the yeah but, but he, he did win a premiership there. To say. He still listens to what they've got to say as well. They dropped Campbell Graham last, sorry, Reuben Campbell Gillard last year for yeah, no reason. Yeah, fair enough. And and he did win a premiership there, so they, you know, butter him over that way when he, he was did. twelve. Yeah, when he <laughs> <laughs> Bill toddler. Um, on the wings, boys, Brian Toto, on the left. Are we happy with that? Yeah, had to be there, mate. Mate, reader. Yeah. I think so. Hasn't too. done anything wrong enough to be out other than playing for another country. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but on the other wing, uh, to a lot of people's surprise, is Josh Adokar. Now, Guilty, I'll ask you this question firstly. Did he deserve a spot first? And then should it have been in the uh should he have gotten it over Campbell Graham, who we thought was a shoe in? Mate. He should have been picked last year, and then he's been injured all this year. He shouldn't have been picked this year, and Campbell Graham should be on the wing. Campbell Graham's the best back, the currently the best informed back in the comp. How does he not play him? Clarky? No, I would have gone... Um, oh, if, if someone was going to be... Said, Josh Adokar, I, I love Josh Adokar. I've all, uh, I think he's essentially the best winger in the world. Like, obviously, there's a lot of different types of wingers, but, yeah. I made if Cam, cause Campbell Graham, dead set, would have to be the most unluckiest bloke, and I would have I would drop Brian Toto, to be fair. Really? Well, someone has to miss out, because that's what everyone's talking about. Everyone's like, oh, Campbell Graham's unlucky to miss out. I was like, who do you drop then? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, well, so I'm given the answer to the inevitable question that you were going to ask. Mm. One of them had to be dropped and I would have dropped Brian Toto in favour of Campbell Graham. That's interesting. Guilty, would Mate, you consider nah, that? Nah, I like the Fox, but he shouldn't be there this year. He hasn't played enough games. Well, mate, I think, I think Fittler's um, reeling from his selections last year. Uh, he always missed selections. Uh, obviously, Adakar wasn't there 
got picked for the Kangaroos, went on tour. Killed it. Killed it. As did did Campbell Graham, mind you. That's true. Kabad, Campbell Graham only played two games. Yeah, but I think he played the last couple, didn't he? Mm, He didn't play in the finals. Yeah, right. So Adakar did, and he killed it. And I think he's just like, well, he's fit. He played against the Titans this week. Did did a did a fine job. Got through unscathed. Campbell Graham's out. He's in. And to to Clarky's point, Campbell Graham's in an era where he is unlucky, just like players we've spoken about before in different positions. But yeah, um, because when we speak about the centers in Latrell Mitchell and Tommy Tommy Turbo, Turbo in round fifth, no, sorry, in round twelve against the Canberra Raiders, proved that. He can over he's overcome this injury because he was backing up, making the tackles, scoring the tries, ran for 250 meters nearly. Like I, I don't know if he's overcome the injury. I think he manages it pretty well. That's what I think. And he's a superstar. So you cannot those two players you can't not pick. They're always going to be picked. Well, we we're all aware that last year Latrell and Turbo weren't there. And the three of us keep saying that that's a big reason why they probably lost last year, yeah. It's just injury. They went there because of injury. That's true. Yeah. And Turbo is going into this, you know, not a hundred percent. Let's say a couple of weeks ago, I I was like, nah, not picking him. I couldn't pick him. Clarky, you said you'd pick Campbell Graham in the centers and Turbo on the wing just to, you know, have him there. You got to have him. And you and I I get I get what you're saying because Gilda, you've you've pushed the fact that you need to have the best players on the field. But I'm of the opinion that if you're, you know, broken goods, you're no good. But Turbo, like you said, particularly in this 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 match against Canberra, looked like he'd managed this groin slash hamstring injury fine. And I mean, he went into a full stride. Like he hadn't been in full stride all season. Well, yeah, he hadn't. From yeah, round one, on... when he versed the dogs, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't back up, and... he wouldn't run for that line break, nothing. Yeah, and when you and you, you mentioned before about um, Freddie learning from his mistakes last year, and obviously it helps that Trell and Turbo are back, but um, they've gone back to the winning. It's the winning back five from twenty twenty one series. Yep. Yeah, that's so, a, actually that's... which which I think we went. We, did we go? We went up two nil. Yeah. Mm. I think it was one one all, and then we won the last game. Oh, okay. I think that's right. Yeah, because we we lost game one, one in Perth. And then we slapped them in. Slapped no, no. I think you're right. Actually, I think we did go two two and zero. No, he's right. And then we lost in Gold Coast. The last. I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, I think you're right. But anyway, um, so there's no room, obviously, for for Jack Whiten because he retired. Uh, Tony Stags, Tony anyway. Stags, and Matt Burton were there last year as well. They obviously no, no. just they were just fill ins for Latrell and Turbo. Yeah, there's just you, not much to say about it, really. Yeah, didn't twenty twenty one. We won the first game fifty to six. We won the second game twenty six nil. That's right. That's right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Where were where were the games at, Clarky? Was that the Queensland State of Origin year where we had to play in Queensland? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, North Queensland game one, game two was at Suncorp, game three was at Seabus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we lost to Gold Coast. <laughs> I remember because. I think Mitch Moses played that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in He's the halves. Back. Yeah, he did. <laughs> in the halves, boys. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary have been retained from last year. Now, we know that 
the utility is Nico Hines. And we also know that the hooker is Appy Corosau. The big, the big loss or non-selection amongst these four picks is Damian Cook, who was there last year in all three games. He started game one, came off the bench in games two and three. They've dropped him altogether. Is that because is that a is that a direct result of you need to put Nico Hines in and we can't have a hooker and a utility? Or is it Happy's better, Cookie's not? Because I think Cookie's a little bit hard done by here because he's been informed for the Rabbits, Clarky. Yeah, I think I think last year we just tried to copy. We hadn't picked two hookers in. I can't even remember if we've ever done if we've picked two hookers. To be fair, mm. I think last year we were just trying to copy the the Hunt, um, the Hunt Grant combo, and it, it it just didn't work. And to be fair, I think it was dead set. I reckon it was dead set a flip of the coin if. If Cookie would have been picked, I don't think anyone would have blown up and everyone would have said that Appy was hard done by. Right? Yep. To be fair, Cookie Cookie's all about speed off speed out of dummy half and and good service. And I think Appy just provides that little bit more. I think he just provides that little bit more deception. And then you've got the combo with obviously all the Panthers players. Well, look at the 66 to 18 route against the Cowboys at Leichhardt Oval, Appy was incredible. Yeah. And a, and a lot of it come off him. I'm telling he's, you. He's a, he's a, he's a, he hypnotizes people out of dummy half. Yeah. He's very good. Very good. But you're right. Like, and you've seen it in Origin. Cookie has scored that, that off the back of, you know, great, great forward progress. He scored that dummy half run try multiple times because of that. Mm. So they are missing something there. But, you know, if they picked Cookie, that would have meant that Hines would have been in the halves and Jerome Luai out. And Jerome Luai's played well the last two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I just I just think if 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 Cookie doesn't run, then there's, question, there's questions there. I don't want to say useless, but, yeah, there's questions there where Appy's always going to do what he does well. Where Cookie has played games before, where he plays games for South where he doesn't run. And he's definitely played games for New South Wales where he hasn't run, and that's his best attribute. Mm. Before I move on, because I was watching the last night's episode of 360, like briefly, just before, and man, like they rabble and talk over each other, and they they give me the shits a little bit sometimes. And it was just a two v two Queensland v New South Wales panel conversation of just stupidness, but they keep preaching this thing about loyalty on the Queensland side and they don't really say it about New South Wales because it's like this thing they've created in the media about Queensland loyalty. But anyway, are you guys of the opinion that you pick, you pick the best that's in front of you, you pick the best in form or do you, you, do you need an element of that loyalty? How would you kind of go about it? Mate, I reckon it's, um, it, it's a combination. It's a feeling. I haven't talked yet, but mate, I personally think Appy Corrissi is currently the best hooker in the game. He's playing better than Harry Grant. He's mad. He is literally carrying the Tigers. And the difference was that everyone jumped on board. When we talk about the Tigers game, everyone on that in that 17 jumped on board with him this week. Yep. And that's why they won by 48 points. Yep. I, 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 yeah, I, I, can't, I can't argue with you in that regard, Guilty, with Coruscant. Sorry, Clarky. 
there are players that definitely deserve an extra game, an extra series to prove themselves. And yeah, I'm obviously Cookie's not one of them, but I think Gildy's right. Like it's it's not a numbers game, it's not a per, it's not a position game. It's just a it's a feel for it. And I think Teddy's been afforded that. Like a obviously he's a captain. That's hundred percent right. The blokes the blokes played twenty games for New South Wales. Like not many people play those number of games in Origin. Mm, yeah. And I think he would have been afforded that even if Jake Trebojevic was the captain. I think Teddy would have still been there because, yeah, like what Gilly said, it's just that it's the feel for it. And, mate, I don't don't think, and we'll get to it later, mate, I don't think the whole loyalty, Queensland loyalty thing, that's not a fucking media beat-up. That's a fucking Queensland wanker (laughs) build-up. They fucking they fucking talk about it all the time. The wankers. Oh, the the media has just just, Billy Slade has dropped three players from last year. Where's the loyalty? I'm just like, man, this is this is the thing, man. If they're winning, it is weird. I'm surprised they dropped some players in Queensland. There's two players I thought. Look, I didn't pick them. I don't think I might have picked Gagai, but there's two players that I thought would have definitely been in the side. Just like I knew that Tedesco was going to be in the side. I didn't pick him. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, because we wanted the we picked the teams that we wanted to see, not the ones that they were going to pick. And to be fair, a lot of people agreed with our teams. Like a lot of people argued with the Teddy thing. A lot of people agreed with Dylan Edwards as the fullback. But anyway, uh, the last thing I'll say before we move on to the forwards is Nico Hines is on the bench and Jerome Luai's in the halves with Cleary. Um, that was expected, but. Do you like that Jerome Luai is there after playing well for the last two weeks? I think that um I think what's gonna happen is when um Nico Hines comes on, he's gonna move into the halves. And um Jerome Luai might might move to the hooker position for Appy. Because I don't think Appy's been playing eighty minutes. You reckon? So yeah. Well he played eighty he played eighty against the Tigers. Yeah, but they were winning. Do you know what I mean? When you're rolling forward like that, he's playing eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's and, a he, tough and, game. He didn't, and he didn't play eighty. He didn't play eighty the last two years at Panthers either. Yeah, yeah. So man, I, I wouldn't that, be surprised if that's what happens, mate. And to be fair, I hope they, I hope they do do that because the last thing I want to see is fucking them bring Nico Hines on in the last, like do a Jamie Bure and bring him on oh in the God. last three minutes. Don't or, get me started you know, with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because because. And because yeah. this is the thing when you when you play uh, when you play someone like a Nico Hines, it's like where do you bring him on? Because we'll get to it later. Matty Johns was talking about where he reckons certain players are going to play, and I think that reduces Nico Hines' game time. Well, I what I actually was going to ask what are that what are they going to do with Hines? I don't know what they're going to do with him because the well the first thing you think and because I'm just I'm not smart enough to come up with all this by myself so it's just Matty Johns on 360 last night who's mm. I fucking love Matty Johns he's a genius yeah he's talking cuz naturally I just think oh Nico Hines is going to come on and play just that roaming loose forward and give um Azayo maybe that's a bit that's of what time I was thinking that's what I was thinking but, but they reckon that yeah, Tavita Pe- they reckon that Tavita Pengai is going to play real low minutes mm they're going to bring Cameron Murray on basically as a prop that real fast do what he does without the ball playing aspect of his game at South and just be that fast moving forward in the middle rather than playing on a, on an edge. And put Hines where? As a lock or a second rower? No, no, they reckon he they reckon he's going to come on at 5'8 and Luai's going to go on for 15, 20 minutes in a hooker. Really? 
Mm. Well, that's what Maddie reckons. Mate, when um when if if the blues do what I think they're gonna do, which is absolutely I'm not I'm not being blues um blues over the top here, but when you've got Latrell and Turbo in the centers and all they've got to do is feed those two guys the ball and they're gonna be falling forward the whole time, I think you're gonna you're gonna easily be able to put Luai at hooker. Do you know what I mean? He'll be moving forward. I don't think it's going to be an issue. And you just look- think about Cam Murray in the middle. He's never played in the middle at Origin. Yeah, it could and be. It could be a master stroke, mate. The fatigue through the middle. Him coming off the bench oh. could be could be master stroke. Yeah, it just depends on if Jerome Luai, if he's playing fifteen minutes, if his service is good, if he has a certain job just to just do one outs, just feed the yeah, forwards. Like who knows? Do you know there's that period of Origin where it gets a bit slow and look, look, it's still Origin, so it still goes in. Like it feels like minutes, but mm. it takes 10, 15 minutes. Man, there's always a bit of an arm wrestling part where someone's at some end of the field, and I think that yeah. that's when he'll move into hooker. Do you know what I mean? It's interesting. That's really interesting. Around that period when Harry Green comes on and tears us to pieces. Mm. He loves yeah, it. Yeah, but Luai is, a, Luai is a quick – he's quick and quick enough to defend. you know what I mean? Like I don't think he's going to be – like even if Harry Grant moves forward and slices us up, I think – you're gonna have Luai there defending against him. I, no, yeah. no, I'm no, I'm saying I like it. I'm saying I think we're gonna we're counter punching that with not just trying to mimic them with the two hooker thing. Yeah. At the same time, they bring Harry Grant on. We're gonna be bringing Cameron Murray with his super quick play the balls, and then Nico Hines run off the back of that. I mate, yeah. when Matty Johns was talking about, it, I was was getting a bit hard. Salivating, <laughs> salivating, mate. <laughs> where I think the Blues are strong is their back five. Uh, but when now we're going to get into the forwards, and this is where I think, you know, it starts to even out for Queensland because they have a great rotation off their bench. But we are talking about New South Wales. The prop forwards, boys. Tavita Pangai Jr. on debut alongside Payne Haas as the starting props. Junior Paulo's on the bench. Now, Ooh, did any one of us pick Tavita? I can't remember. Ooh, oh, shut up. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> now, we all, before we talk about that, Nick. Um, Jerbo, so Jake Trebojevic is out for the next six weeks with a calf injury. So they tried to push him. I don't know he why. Played, he played well. He played well on the weekend. He did, but he re tore it. Did you see the try saver that he did there? I did. You did you see that? A, you should put a reel up about that. Is this a try saver? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or will I? <laughs> is the question. Um, it was a try saver. Um, but obviously he's out for six weeks. So he's origin. 2023 origin aspirations are probably out the window. RCG is out still and really can't think of any others besides David Klemmer, who's been blacklisted, and Stefano Utoi Kamanu, who's on the reserves list. So we've got TPJ, Painhouse, Junior Paulo, Clarky. Before I give Neil, Nick Guild the satisfaction, talk to me. Mate, without Tavita Pengai's history, I can 100% see why um, Freddie's picked him. I can see, <clears throat> and if he plays, and if he plays short minutes, and they don't overcomplicate him, and I've spoken about it when he's playing with the Dogs, where I just think he looks a little bit out of his depth because they try to play him for 60, 70 minutes. Where at the Panthers, he played 20, 30 minutes, and and yeah. killed it for his little stint there, which mm-hmm. I think he can do at Origin. I just, I don't know. I forgot about all those fucking comments he made a couple of years ago. And <laughs> mate, that that shit drives that shit drives me insane. It's the same thing with fucking Luke Keary when he come out and he's yeah, like, I want to play I want to play for fucking Queensland. It's like, well, you can't, you dickhead. 
Yeah. And and now and now and then everyone was speaking, oh, do we pick him? It's like you can't fucking pick him. If he doesn't want to fucking play, don't pick him. Mm. Well, you, you you can because Greg Inglis is a New South Welshman. He played well, for Queensland, yeah. so and and all another one. <laughs> and yeah, that um I knew that, was, I knew that would have rubbed you up the wrong way. Mate, then that's the only reason I, d- I don't like the selection, to be fair, because I, I do I do like the idea that he's starting and he can just kind of get through that first that first stint and, yeah, just keep keep it simple. And then Freddie was saying that he, he, he spoke to someone at the Bulldogs in, on the coaching staff and they said that he's been training really well. It's like, just say it's fucking Gus, you dickhead. <laughs> like, seriously. Look, like... On on your like you you're right, his roles changed at the dogs. I will say he's played the best. He, put, he he's the man of the match, um, against the Titans for us. He ran for two hundred and I think it was like two hundred and forty meters in a sixty minute stint. He he was the reason why we won, big reason why we won. And I think Fitler got in his ear prior to the game. Gus got in his ear prior to the game, and they said. Brandy's probably another one. And they said, if you put in, you get in the spot. If you don't, see a champ. And I reckon he went, nah, fuck that. I want yeah, it. Yeah, but that's. And and I know, I know what you're saying. Because he's, one... he's, he's done those stints at Brisbane as well. Yeah, he has. And, but it shows what he can do. And I think they're banking on what he can do. And if he's not playing, he's not going to be playing 60 minutes for the Blues. Like you said, probably a 15 to 20 minute stint. So if his impact is impactful. It might be the, you know, another masterstroke. If like, look, you look at the battle in the in the in the Dogs Titans game, he was going after Tino. Tino was going after him. TPJ won, unequivocally. He won. He won the battle. Yeah. And I think they went but, fuck yeah. Like I think they said go after him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cameron Serrato said go after him. You know this is good for you. That's your job. It's your job. And I and mate, I and, and mate. As much as, yeah, as much as I don't like the comments from a couple of years ago, but I hope he does because I think uh, otherwise he's staring down the barrel of a of a one-game origin career. Yeah, it could be. Well, for those that Oh, mate, if he, does, if he does a name up and we lose, he's gone. 100%. It'll be the first round. Mate, for those that don't know what we're talking about, just quickly, in 2018, TPJ said, oh, I'll go for Queensland because my favourite players are... Uh, who do you say? Sam Thiday, Greg Inglis, and Justin and Justin Hodges, and yeah. Hodges. Come and on. then 2019, he said, oh, "I want to play for Queensland because my you brother's that, playing." Though? Did you hear about that though? Like they said, so I can't remember which journo said, but he'd been, he was of the opinion that he should have been playing for New South Wales, and he had the shits. And, and I'm not saying that this is a good enough reason to say what he said, but that's that's why they reckon he's young and dumb and he'd said some dumb shit because he wanted to play for New South Wales. Yeah, he's kicking rocks. Over a few times. He was kicking rocks, yeah. Yeah. Which is not good. I don't think it's no. a good reason at all. So, no. Clarky, I kind of see where you're coming from with being pissed off. Yeah. And you know, apparently he's apologised to the whole group. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was silly and I was young and reckless. But he because just needs to talking... perform. He needs to perform to, to prove it. He, he, he made he... some comments in 2019. 19, so what's that, four years ago? Like 18 and 19, he said him. For two years in a row, he's actually made two separate comments. Mate, you need him, and I'll tell you why you need him, because Payne Haas isn't an aggro bloke where Tino and Flegler are. You need an aggro bloke out there. Paulo's not an aggro bloke. He's not going to be pushing and shoving, but those guys will be, and you need a guy out there who's going to do it, and he can. 
And he you, will. you did say it, what was it, two, three weeks ago now when we picked our sides, you picked TPJ, and I think you're the only one in, I think you're the only one that picked him. In the world. So Brad, um, Brad, Brad got on to me, and I just explained my reasons. And <laughs> he just went, you know what, guilty? You want to come and work for us? I said, no, I can't, mate. I've got other, other plans. But, yeah, I'm trying to win the lotto to <laughs> heighten this podcast to higher <laughs> heights. Hundred <laughs> percent right. <sighs> Payne well, asked. Was... Spe- oh, okay, keep going. Sorry, Clark. You know, you go. No, I was going to say. Speaking of um, agro, are we going to get onto the the second rowers? Yeah, we will. But, um, you know, obviously we've picked Payne Haas. I just wanted to ask Gildy, Junior Paulo on the bench. Now, you didn't pick him, and he no. made the bench. Um, do, you, do, do you stand by that after the Wait, who, 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 who else do you pick? Man, he ran for 200 metres against South. Pretty pretty good, but he hasn't been playing good this year. Apparently apparently Newcastle were dirty. The Saifidi brothers didn't get picked. It's like, have they been watching the side? Yeah. Have they been watching their games? No, mate. <laughs> Mate, we're going we're going into the second rows now, and there's a there's a lot of them. So we've Tyson Frizzell's returning after a three year layoff from Origin. Hudson Young's debuting, as we all predicted. Uh, they're the both they're both starting apparently. Uh, Cameron Murray and Liam Martin, uh, they're they're back. Liam Martin's overcome his hamstring injury. Cam Murray was probably the second person picked. Mate, just out of curiosity, could you see them just changing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll change. Yeah. Cameron and Liam Martin starting. Yeah, they could. But... I don't want. To, I, don't, I don't want to. You don't. No. You want. You want Murray and Liam Martin coming off the bench. He's worried about. He wants. He wants uh, to see how good Cam Murray goes off the bench. Yeah. In, I can say. Uh, yeah, I'd. I'd like Martin. Martin in for maybe Hudson Young to kind of get him out of that initial, that initial craziness, mm. and then adds adds Liam Martin's aggro to help um, TPJ. Because he's a he's a lunatic. He's a fucking lunatic. Mate, that who? shot. Who did, he put, who did he put that shot on? Uh, who was it? Who's a lunatic? Oh, it was uh, Hudson Young. Uh, no, no, Liam, no, no, Liam Martin. Liam oh, Martin. Martin. It was um. Who it's was it? Plays for the Roosters. Two Lodge. Smack yeah. Lodge. Lodge. Mate, no, I, so... I, I've never seen anyone do that to Lodge, where you pick him up and absolutely, mate, he, he's so heavy you can't do it. And Liam Martin did it. Defies physics, mate. Mm. Mate, Hamoli Lakawatu. Was a big, um, big non-inclusion here. Do you think it's fair game, or you know, should they've picked Tyson Frizzell or Hudson Young ahead of him? Mate, I don't. He didn't play super on the last game. Mate, no. everyone I know it's only one game. They did. I'm with Clarky. They just stopped. He just. It's like he was like, oh yeah, nah. Yeah. Mate, you know what? If, if if they pick the sides in the first five rounds when he's absolutely pulverizing blokes, hmm. he gets picked. Mate, look, it is what it is. I think he's still young. People don't realize he's only a kid. Yeah. He'll be there. Like, look, I can't see Tyson Frizzell going too many more years. So I like I like the pick. I like Tyson Frizzell in well, you, I think you, I, I, I mentioned him. him. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you picked him. So, you know, obviously he didn't make our overall team, but he was he was there in the conversation for you. Yeah. I kind of he's went... been he's been Newcastle's best this year by far. Yeah, yeah. I kind Which of made like hard, a little. But... I kind of made a little remark. I was like, oh, and I was like, wait a minute, no, Clarky's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Man, su- super experienced. Yeah, and he's yeah. aggro, and he doesn't take a backward step, and that's yeah. you need these players. No, that's who Queensland are picking. Do you know what I mean? They're picking Gilbert. They're picking aggro blokes. Oh mate, but the, blokes, 
Gilbert's a psycho. The bloke's, the, the bloke's played fifth. The bloke's played fifteen Origins and fourteen Tests. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. He's done it before. Yeah, I got no dramas with uh, with Brazil. Gilbert, I know your answer is going to be for this, but Clarkie, no room for Angus Crichton. Are you happy with that? Yeah, mate. I've, it is what it is. I mean, not in form, are they? The Roosters, neither. Or nor is he. No, and I think it's a bit more. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I like the look. I really, really like the look of the team, except for the lack of Campbell Grahamness. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, man. That's the only thing I think that they could have done better. I, I, my, I was talking to one of my mates about the team, and he goes, "Oh, they didn't do this, and they didn't." Go, yeah, mate, it's still a fucking good team. Look at the team; yeah. it's still fucking good. It is. It, the The biggest, um, the biggest criticism I like that we got in the DMs when we released. Like our like when we did our post on which World Cup players are playing for each side, got a lot of DMs through that going, oh, why didn't they pick bloody X Y Z? And they're just saying that the they reckon our pack isn't as big as Queensland's our forward pack. Mate, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. TPJ and Junior Paulo, mm. and then for his, I think every other bloke's at 100 kilos. What do they want? It's gonna. It's, gonna, it's actually. Oh, look, prior to the teams getting picked and when we were picking our teams, I was like, oh, it's going to be Queensland. I'm not as confident. I'm still leaning more towards Queensland. But you, what's kind of like going against that opinion is is the backs for New South Wales, who I think are better than Queensland's. Well, mate, they're like forwards. They're like two props in the centres, let's face it. Yeah. So, look, Turbo runs on a second hit-up. You've seen him do it a thousand times. Yeah. And then he doesn't, literal he doesn't Mitch stop. is the strongest back in the comp. Yeah, who who just saves all his energy for the last fifteen? Yeah, but you know what? I don't care, man. He'll he'll get fed ball, um, mate. I've got no dramas with mate. He, he's a he's a Latrell's just gonna kill it. I reckon Latrell he's such a dickhead on the field that he's good for origin because he's just. Yeah. I'll say to you boys in, in our chat, he is such a fuckwit, eh? Like in regards to how he rolls up the opposition. Like seriously, Bush like players. just a grub. Grubby player, which is good for league. But anyway, Isaiah, Isaiah Yo, he's the lock. And we spoke about Nico Hines as a utility already. And Stephen Crichton is 18th man. Is he unlucky, boys? No. No. No, that's too many. Campbell Graham's in front of him. Yeah. Isaiah Yo's probably the third picked as well. I don't think. Obviously, Cameron Murray could go into lock as well because he's fantastic for the Rabbits now. Look, look man, if you don't pick, if you don't have these special players, like your two special players, that if, if they were Queenslanders, they'd be picked every year. That's Turbo and Latrell, and I'll go keep going on about them, mate. It doesn't matter where they play in the in the field; they're always going to be in the side. And it's just a shame for every single centre for New South Wales, you're not going to get picked when those guys are playing. Hundred percent, hundred percent, because they're they're like like two years ago when Turbo was playing a second fullback role, just a roaming player. Like Clarkie just read the, the scores before, they put 50 on Queensland in game one and then they kept him to nil in game two. Coincidence? Mm, I don't think so. Anyway, boys, the Queensland Maroons. In fullback on debut, it's Reese Walsh after missing selection last year due to injury. We've got Selwyn Cobbo and Murray Talangi on the wings. Valentine Holmes and Hamaso Tabawai. Fido in the centres. The halves are Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans, who the latter is the captain. Starting props are Thomas Flegler and Lindsay Collins. Starting hooker is Ben Hunt. 
with Harry Grant on the bench. Second rowers are David Fafida and Tom Gilbert. Pat Carrigan is the lock. Rounding out the rest of the bench is Tino Fa'asur Malawi, Ruben Cotter and Jai Arrow with Tom Dearden, the 18th man. Going to start again from the top down, boys. Reese Walsh. On debut, he nudges Caelan Ponga out of the fullback role, who was the incumbent, played all three games last year, was man, man of the, the match. match. Man of the match last year in game three. Uh, massive talking point, in my opinion. Um, do you think it's a smart, like, do you think it's a welfare selection? No. Or do you think because it's a silly selection? If it was a welfare selection, you wouldn't be playing for Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing nah, fullback. Look, for, for those that don't know, he's going to be moving the fullback for the Knights this week. The tissue, the tissue's out. Yeah, Lachlan <laughs> Miller had a shocker oh, in Coffs Harbour. Absolute shocker! And mate, that's his. I was saying this to uh, I was saying this to Gildy a couple of days ago. Um, for Lachlan Miller, that's his hometown. He's a Sawtell Junior, so Coffs Harbour is where he's from. And he had a shocker at his hometown, so yeah. he's been dropped. And Pong has gone back to fullback. Have they just dropped him because of form or because of HIA? Uh, back to fullback, you mean? No, I mean, I mean. Oh, as in, Pong, as in for, for Queensland. Mate, look, you know what? They talk about pick and stick, like Mrs. Clarkie, bread and butter. Mate, they won last year. And as far as I'm concerned, when you win, even if it's New South Wales, I'd be filthy if they were bucking around with the team selections. But we lost, so you can pick whoever you want. They won. And they picked, they, they, they got rid of three players who won. It's interesting. I think it's, I think it's both. He's obviously not in form, apart from one game two weeks ago. But, mate... When when he went down HIA on the weekend, I'm like fuck. And I said it. I said it when you were picking your Queensland teams. I'm like fuck. I hope they pick him. Yeah, because mate, does. he 100 percent in one of these. In if he got picked in all three games, 100 percent he would have gone down with the HIA category one. Probably. The, the intensity is. We watched last, which one of the games last year. There were like five category ones or something. Remember. <laughs> Well, he's got to, yeah, there was, but he's got to learn how to bloody tuck his head. He just stands straight yeah, and lets the shoulder well, yeah, belt him. Of course he does. Oh, of course button. he does. But, mate, they didn't, I, I think I'd lean more towards they didn't pick him because they can't afford, they can't afford to lose him. Mate, if they lose him, months to go to the fullback and they still carve up. Um, look, I would have picked him for one more year. Look, because Reese Walsh still has an error in his game or a couple of errors in his game. He's a, he's a freak, but he's got errors. Well, the only like you lucky pointed thing out for Reese Walsh is that he's a goldfish, and what I mean by that, he forgets he's made the errors pretty quick. Yeah, no, that that's true. But like you he's pointed got, out, he's, he's not good under the high ball, and he's got the best eyes in the NRL. Oh, he's sexy as beautiful. All right, beautiful. All right so you got another boyfriend, Guilty and Clark. No, no, no he's good looking. For, come, on, hey, Dan, come on, he's good looking rooster. But he's a model. Easy, Ooh. easy. No. But anyway. Um, getting off his um, getting off his D. Um, he is on debut. Um, how do you think he'll go, mate? They'll bomb him to the shit of us, and yeah. he'll drop two. Yeah. Mate, look, I don't I, look. I'm gonna I'm gonna look like an absolute dickhead if New South Wales don't win. I reckon we're gonna kill him. Really, I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> really, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I I'm I'm with Gil. I can see him dead set dropping seven. Who, Reese Walsh? Yeah. Oh, man. He's so susceptible. I know, but if they get a roll on, man, he's like, 
Man, he's a fucking gun. He's the he's probably got the best acceleration in the comp. He, he probably can beat off off the mark. Hmm. Oh, mate, his acceleration is something else. Are you gonna have to bear with me? Give me five minutes. Okay, mate. Um, on the wings, Clarky. Yeah, they've retained Selwyn Cobbo, uh, who played all three last year. Now, he's a he's a, he's, a, he's a weird one because towards the end of the last year. Uh, he had that f- footy fatigue, which I just don't know if it was just he was out of form and then they didn't pick him for the Kangaroos as a result, despite the fact he played all three Origins. Uh, we all picked him for our overall sideline story team and he got the left wing spot. Uh, but on the other wing, to my surprise, to your surprise, Murray Talangi from the Cowboys, who, <sighs> well, they had a big rotation last year on the wingers. In the winger in the right wing role, they had Corey Oates and Xavier Coates and Murray Talangi was there for one game. So this is going to be Talangi's second match, and I'm I'm curious because the Cowboys are right out of form, like they are right out of form, and they've picked him. And it's a strange one when you we if we delve into the other players they've dropped. You know, Ponga was first, and you know Gagai's Gagai and Cable are the other two. They've retained Talangi over Xavier Coates, which I think Xavier Coates is Queensland's blacklisted player right now. Yeah, mate, it, it almost looks like you just look at it and go, well, they've dropped who they they've dropped Gagai for somebody. And I don't think it's the hammer. I think the hammer would have played on the wing. Mm. It's almost like they've dropped Gagai to somehow squeeze Murray Talangi on the wing. You reckon? Sorry. That's what it seems like. Guilty, we're just talking about Selwyn Cobbo and Talangi. Yeah. Did, did that wing selection shock you? Mate, Selwyn Cobbo, no, because he's a freak. Mm. Um, and he can do anything on his day. But mm. um, Talangi, man, you're kidding. Like, because that's what, because realistically, if you're going to put someone on the wing, like for me anyway, it'd, it'd be Cobbo and probably the hammer. Mm. But like, like I said, it just seems like they've, it seems like they've dropped Gagai to squeeze Talangi onto the wing. It just doesn't. Gagai, Again, see, Gagai's me, is the on. most baffling. I'm, I'm, I, 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 it's, a, it's a good, I right. like it. It's a good selection. You like, you like Talangi? I no, like no, it no, as no, a no. New South Welshman. I fucking love it. I think he's, oh, okay. yeah, I, don't yeah, think okay, he, okay. I don't think he's, he's not in form. He's not, Mate, it's not he's, like he's super Experience. You know a couple of years ago, he had a really good year for the North Queensland when they were going good. Man, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't. He, he hasn't run for two hundred meters. It was last year. Yeah. He had Australia last year. Yeah, but should he have? No, no, not in my opinion. Last year, he probably should have. Mate, he, he made Australia last year over Dylan Edwards and um, Nico Hines. Nico Hines. Look, come on. Yeah. Different Mate, positions. Though. It's it's weird because obviously, if we go into the centres, uh, they've gone with Val Holmes, and they've picked. Uh, a Samoan international in the Hammer, again another player in his second Origin match, and I think Clarky, you've kind of sparked a bit of truth behind this because Dang Agai has been a stalwart for Queensland. We've spoken about the switch he's got: club footy, eh, Queensland gun always. He played all three matches last year as well. Now against the Sharks, Connor Tracy put him on his ass. <laughs> Put him on his ass. And I reckon they saw that and went, I honestly think they saw that and went, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not when he's coming up against Turbo and Latrell. We can't yeah. have that. 
you know the the saying it's like you pick who the you pick who the opposition don't want you to pick mate i was watching the sharks game just salivating going please pick him please pick him <laughs> if he cannot handle like no disrespect to connor tracy the bloke's played like seven first grade games if if he if he can't handle connor tracy how the fuck is he going to handle turbo or latrell and I, mate, I get what you're I'm, saying. Again, I'm, spe- I'll, 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 I'm, I'm spewing. I'm spewing they dropped him and Ponga because I think they were an, so susceptible. See, I find it funny that they're getting rid of experience for the hammer. And mate, the hammer. At wing. Well, that's the thing, Guilty. I, I just think they looked at that Connor Tracy try where he ripped him on, on his outside shoulder, inside the outside shoulder. Yeah. And they went, yeah, no, it's too slow. I honestly reckon they dropped him for that. Well, what, Mate, it was defense and offense. What about Xavier Coates? Oh, don't get me started, Gildy. They've blacklisted him. Well, sorry, you're away. You like you walked away for two minutes. Yeah. Mate, they've blacklisted him from that game from game one last year. Queensland well, have gone, you're the you're the reason. Well, they um he's one of the players that Billy Slater called to say he didn't make the team. So they, he must be in the conversation. He should he should be there over Murray Talangi, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. Because Xavier Coates is a is a fucking he tries so hard, tries so hard every yeah. game. Remember remember two years was it the twenty twenty one series mm-hmm. when everyone blamed Xavier Coates for getting pumped yeah. like by fifty. Yeah, yeah they blamed it was, him. It was, it was it was fucking wild. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like the me- Media and everyone, and like borderline, the coaching staff were blaming the winger for losing fifty yeah. nil. Yeah, yeah, weird. It, it is weird. So, I think you know the Hammer's gonna have a. This is his second match. Murray Talangi, second match. They're gonna come up against experience in the backs, and that's where I, if I was a New South Wales coach, I'd be like, "You are bombing to Reese Walsh, and you are just feeding the wings." You were feeding that side because clearly New South Wales's outside backs trump theirs in defense yes. and experience and oh sorry in offense experience defense overall quality. Who's, who's who's hammer got? The hammer would have. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He would matter. have if if he's on the right, he'd have Latrell and Toto as as his. On this team sheet, <laughs> mate. Do you know the thing about the hammer? He's quick, so he'll get up on Latrell quickly. That's the one thing. But Latrell just—he's got, like I said, he's the strongest player in the comp, like in the backs. He'll just palm, palm him off, and but he'll at least he'll slow him up. The hammer mm. will get in his face quickly, mate. Um, in the halves, retaining as as predicted and as they should be, Cameron Munster and Cherry Evans. Now, Gildy, you've spoken about Cherry Evans this year. Um, you you believe he's in the best form he's been in since in a in a long for a time for a while. Yeah, I tend to I tend to agree with that notion. Um, they reckon Cameron Munster's playing injured. Cameron, Cameron uh, what's his name? Craig Bellamy came out and said that this week for some reason. I think it's a ploy uh, because we know what they can do. Both of those players can do in the Origin Arena, and this from the halves onward is where Queensland start to look. Like a dangerous, da- dangerous outfit. They're not getting dislodged. They're the two players that aren't getting dislodged, unless they're right, right, right out of form. I don't think Tommy did, and who is the eighteenth man really had a shot 
just like anyone in the Blues for the centres. If Latrell and Turbo are there, no one's taking their spot. Mate, talk Tom Dean in the next in line. He's short. Sure, yeah, he is. He is. But um, both those players in Munster and DCE are playing fine this year. DCE is actually playing better, like you said. Um, and I I know that Munster's played bad in an Origin, and I've also seen him be the best player in the world during an Origin game. So it just depends on which one comes out for the Queensland boys. Going to be interesting, Clarky. Sorry, mate. Did you cut out. Yeah. Um. Just on the halves. Any any queries, qualms, or no, inquiries? No. I'm scared. Over. You're scared of them. Yeah. Fucking yeah. oath. Yeah. Mate, Munster. If if anyone can open us up, it's Munster. Mate, Cherry Evans is the is the right player to have with him, and then Harry Green in the middle. But like I said, I just think that we've picked the right side for them for those players. Boys into the. Hooking role, another scary aspect of their game, particularly Clarkie, you've mentioned it already. Uh, ben Hunt, who was the origin hero in game three last year, uh, he starts at hooker again. Uh, Harry Grant is coming off the bench again. Now, to that idiot last week who said that if you pick Ben Hunt over Harry Grant, you're an idiot, and we fed him last week on the podcast. Um, they've done it again, weirdly enough. So maybe I'm a Queensland selector. Who knows? But we know that the tactic here is Ben Hunt starts, Harry Grant comes on the next, what? He comes in 25 minutes, 20 minutes, sometimes later. And then Ben Hunt either stays on the field and reverts to a fucking roaming playmaker or he comes off for a bit. That is a scary tactic from Queensland. And they're going <laughs> to... Hopefully Brad Fittler does his homework on it because... It is a it is a prospect that can win them the game, mate. Ben Hunt can tackle like a tank as well, so there's no issues with his defence, and he's the best player at St George, right? You know, bottom line, keeps he keeps in there. Ben Hunt, seriously, he's, 30, he's 33 years old. Yeah. He's killing it still, and the dogs want him now too. So, and I want him. I want him as a halfback, but they play him at hooker for Queensland, and he still does his job. And he was in the Australian side alongside Harry Grant as well. So they're not losing any quality there and they're not out of form either. Like you said, both in form. Harry Grant's been one of the Storm's best this year, in my opinion. So it'll be interesting to see if the Jerome Luai, if that, firstly, if it comes to fruition, and secondly, if it works against these uh, these hookers, Clarkie. Yeah, again, Harry Grant come off the bench. Scares me. Freak. Absolutely. He freak. came off the bench in uh in games two years ago. So whatever. Mm. You're bringing Boy. me back, Gilby. You're bringing me back up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm trying to scare Clarky, but you're you're not helping me. No. You're not helping me, Nicholas. Hey, I look like an absolute dick if we lose, but I just can't. I just thought, you know what? I'm that confident. Are you I can't believe you're that confident. Oh, mate, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, I don't see any way that Queensland can win. Okay. Yep. All right. This is where it gets a little bit scarier again. Prop forwards, boys. Thomas Flegler. He's been recalled. This will be his first origin since 2021. Lindsay Collins, who I don't know if he got dropped or got injured after game one last year. but he that was knocked out, remember? That's right. That's right. And coming off the bench, apparently, is going to be Tino and Ruben Cotter. 
Josh Papali'i announced his retirement in the lead up to the squad announcement, so he was not considered. I think that was also a way to kind of avoid not being selected. Not being yeah. uh, Thomas Flegler, guilty. One of your one of your man crushes for the Broncos. He's a freak. Yeah. Mate, he's a beast. He's aggro. And I know that there was a lot of talk about Corey Horsburgh, who's also aggro, but Flegler picked it up a bit, even went even a bit further. And he's Mate, the right they, they picked the right player. They did pick the right part player. I, I was not convinced about the like we put him as our eighteenth man. Um he's not even in the squad for Queensland. Um Flegler deserves his spot ahead of Horsburgh. Lindsay Collins. Now he's playing in an out of form Roosters side. They've stuck with him. Do you think his selection is warranted? Mate, who else do you pick though? Yeah. Christian Welch. Point. Like you could put well Welch Christian Welch is nineteenth man for the for the Maroons. So you could put him there. You could put Carrigan there and move Gilbert to lock, you know? Yeah. Um Tino yeah, to lock. Carrigan Carrigan played prop, didn't he? Harrigan's played prop at origin level. Yes. Now he's playing lock. Yeah. And he was there last year as well. They moved him around. He got the Wally Lewis medal last year. Yeah, yeah. He He was fantastic last year. So, obviously, Pat Carrigan's a lock for the lock, and it's where he should be. Um, In the second rowers, boys, David Fafida gets a reprise after missing last year's series altogether. Tom Gilbert, as we predicted, didn't think he was going to start. Obviously, they can change that, but... He's in the starting side um, for the first time in only his second origin game as well. So a bit of inexperience for the Queenslanders here. Jai Arrows coming off the bench, Clarkie, another Rabideau, partaking in the series. Felice Kafusi obviously was a stalwart for him. He's been suspended. I think he's going to spend more time on the sidelines suspended than he's going to play this year. Um, he's out for the next three weeks for his stiff arm on Christian Welch, who was a former teammate. Fucking crazy, the bloke's a psycho. And Kirk Capewell, as we spoke about briefly, he's been dropped and he played all three games last year. To your surprise, Guilty. Yeah, I just think that they won last year. So why wouldn't you go with the winning side? Well, do you think that I don't think they've like, playing bad either? The Broncos are killing them. They Capewell's they are blue it's, out there. It's a weird one because you look at the Dolphins, like just let's just look at against the Storm. They Kafusi got Sin binned, and I remember the next set, uh, Olam went for the corner, and about five people took him out. And Tom Gilbert literally grabs him and just screams in his face to G him up to fight. And he's just like, Someone hit me because I'll kill you. That's what he looks like. So, in origin, I guarantee you, Tom Gilbert is going to be the biggest psycho on the field out of the 17 players or 36 players, if you can, in the 18th man. He's going to be the biggest psycho on the field. Yep. He's insane. Clarky, Dave Fafita. Does he deserve his spot? I know that we've uh you've given him a couple of ribbings past couple of years, but this year he's in form. Yeah, no, he definitely deserves a deserves a recall. Um um again, start, I think we picked him on the Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Has Tom Gilbert ever played on an edge too? No. Oh well probably for um North Queensland. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's good, Gilly. Bit more susceptible. <laughs> is um? Do you think Kafusi is a big loss for him, or do you think he's a liability? Nah, massive loss, man. He's an animal. Yeah, he whacks I think so. 
Man, fuck, he smashed Welch. I know it was illegal, but fucking hell. The first tackle, who was it? He, he pumped someone first hit up, and then second hit up, he did the stiff arm. Or the third hit up, you know. So that's that's their side, boys. Obviously, Tom Dearden's 18th man. We said that before. Um, I've I've already said my piece. I think the forwards for the Queenslanders is, is a bit more formidable than the Blues. I think the backs for the Blues shit on Queenslands. The halves are interesting and the hooking role is interesting because of the utilities that like we've got a utility they don't they've got a they've got a hooker only in Harry Grant we've got Nico Hines we, yeah, we we've gone against what Clarky said which is picking a hook a second ben, hooker ben, ben Hunt's a utility though man that's, that's true that's true so guilty i just want to reiterate your position man, i we're, think we're going to beat them by 30 oh my god okay uh, why why do you think that because Latrell and turbo yeah, you reckon that's the game plan. They're the gonna Blues. just set it up. They're gonna they're gonna the four the, the prop look Payne Haas is the best prop in the world. Now he's been um closed down a few times, but then on the other side you've got Tavita Pangai. Look, man, they will go forward and then all of a sudden they'll go to the backs who also go forward. Um look, I reckon Queensland will be well, it'll be a good game, but I just think that, that New South Wales will kill them. Again, look, I know a lot of people go listen to this and go. Come on, mate. Look, we've all, we've lost regularly against Queensland, but no one's no one's talking about this game like like um, the worst Queensland side ever. This is a good Queensland side. It's just that this New South Wales side with Latrell and Turbo are better. Very interesting. Fuck, fuck he's cheating me up. I'm going eighteen plus. <laughs> Thanks, Gildy. Look at you done to Clarky. Mate, if <laughs> I was just looking at it before. If it's a drubbing, like me and Gildy are saying, game one, and we go on to eventually win the series mm. with the back five as the back five, right? just res- results-wise, because of how big the blowout margins could be, you go, we lose the 2020 series, we bring this back five in, we fucking dominated, we won mm. the series. The following series we lose because they're gone, and then you bring them back, we win, mate. That'll be the, it's the best. It'll be the best New South Wales backline in the history of Origin if we can do it, and it's, it's on the back of them. Yeah, well, it would be. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. What? Yeah. Fuck. Mate, I'm not as confident as you can probably tell, um, but you guys have influenced me a bit, and like just analysing it better with you boys, I'm I am leaning more towards the Blues, and that might be a bias selection just because I do go for them. Um. Yeah. Let me. Mm. Mate, the thing is, right? You've got all those years where Queensland had that dominant backline. We've got that now. We've got that. They don't. But they did come off the back of an Australian spine as well. Yeah, they did. They which did. we do sort of have in Teddy and Cleary. Yep. You know, we've got. Um, a Samoan international in Luai, and five eighth, and a Fijian hooker in Appy, and Isaiah Yoza, Australian lock. So yeah. the 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 sides have evened out. This is one of the most even origins, um, to to call in a long time. I think. Um, however, I just think that you know every time I thought New South Wales was going to win the last couple of years, like twenty twenty and last year, 
They buckled. Um, the biggest. Yeah, I, I, we, we we were whinging about selections last year. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's true. This this year, not so much. I'm not really whinging about any of the selections, other than Cameron Graham. Yeah, that's I think the Latrell Mitchell and Tommy Turbo factor is tipping me over to pick the Blues, and I'll do so accordingly. But it will be one to twelve, the Blues boys. That's why final verdict. Happy to move on. Yep. Yeah. Just for everyone's knowledge, not the not the Wednesday. We're releasing this on a Wednesday. Um, it's a week from the release of this episode. So May 31st in Adelaide, Channel 9 Live. It's not on Fox Sports, unfortunately. So you're going to have to deal with Channel 9's commentary, which I don't like. But anyway, boys. And the grainy, and the grainy footage. And the... <laughs> At least there's no Andrew Voss, but anyway. Yeah, I like Andrew Voss. But anyway. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> Yudi, how are you feeling? You going to kick on? Mate, I'll, I'll go for a little bit. Let's go. Let's go, Yudi. He's Gene up. He's Gene up. Let's get, let's get into the NRL's round 12 recap. I fucking loved this round of footy, boys. Clarky, you said something interesting uh, when the Bulldogs won, and I said that the bottom four teams won their games, and they're all separate. They didn't verse, they didn't verse bottom four teams. They versed, you know, mid to lower sides, or I think, yeah. Uh, the Eels didn't. They versed fucking Rabbitohs who were fighting for first. But you said, I fucking love this game after the Dogs won. I want to know why. Oh, mate, what what sport in the world, professional sport, at the top tier, the top level of what you watch, the bottom four teams can win? Mm. Hey. In the same week. It's, it's the best. It, yeah, in the know, same I- week. I, I I don't know because like I don't know if it's because our ratings are higher this year and we're getting a getting a bit more traction on the on the podcast or if the product's better and the NRL but I, I have never had a competition NRL competition where it's been lively for the first three months and everyone's just waiting for Origin to start like the NRL was hectic has been so good for twelve rounds that I I wish the momentum didn't really stop for Origin. Because it has been really good. And I'm I'm G'd up for Origin just as much, but I still want to see how the NRL is going. And obviously, this is a bit of a hindrance. We know this period's about to begin for the next eight weeks. But fuck the NRLs. The, the rugby league this year has been the best it's been in a very long time, in my opinion. Mate, I don't, I'd say it's... I, I like the 90s because I'm an old man, but this is the best since the 90s. And the only thing that's stuffing it is some of the referring. Yeah, which is also... A caveat to what I've been saying. That's right. There's been a, you know, in the in the Broncos Panthers match, in the Bulldog Titans game, fucking in other games I can't think of the top of my head. Tigers like bloody with um Joe Offengawi's no try, which was a try, mate. There there are things to talk about, but at least it, it didn't affect any results, did it? No, it nearly did for the Dogs game. Um, yeah, but, but it did. yeah, but it didn't. So that's a, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. But anyway, uh, we'll get into this tipping, super coach, and then we'll get into the games, boys. So, tipping league this week. Clarky, you got five. Guilty, you got four. And I got <laughs> three. Jesus. So, I'd had a bad week. Um, Troy Pod 78 got six tips. He was the only one to get six. Majority got four or less. Some people got five. Uh, ladder update. Shano is still leading with 63. However, that lead is now shared with you, Clarky. Yeah, so, boy. 
You want those fucking coming for you, Shano. <laughs> um, I'm still in second place with uh, Tipster DP on 62, and Troy Pod now jumps up to third on 61. So it's very close, very close tipping competition. But Clarky wants those beers, so I reckon he's going to win it. But it's early days, and I'm pretty sure in the broken rounds for Origin, if you get five out of five or four out of four, you get extra points. So don't fuck up your your origin rounds, boys. Yeah. In the Super Coach League, I just wanted to correct an error I made in episode 89 last week. We proclaimed that Clarkie scored the highest points in our Super Coach League with 1340 in round 11. That was incorrect, Clarkie. I fact-checked it. In round six, Jamie's Penny Panthers actually hit the record scoring 1,397 points. So, sorry to say, Clarky, you are not the champion of the Did high school. Did you win this week, Clarky? <laughs> no. Clarky buckled. You just fucking mate, me. You just go, when it's up against me, I'm going to be guilty. Because I, I got 970 because I can't score above 1,000 unless I'm playing you, Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, romped you, Guilty, yeah. last week. Uh, we all lost this week, Guilty. So your 85 Bears lost to Darren's Blue Balls by yeah. 40 points. Bloody Tomoko. Yep, he had a shocker. So it was 1183 to 1143. Clark, he got 970. He lost to Tathan's Goonbags, uh, who scored 1199. So he got fed. And yep. I lost to Brett's Saffa Rabbits, 1328 to 1235. So I lost by nearly 100 points. So, yeah. Very annoyed that I lost. That's my second loss. Jack's height bears scored the highest this week. Got one three three four. And boys, you are still outside the eight. Clark, your thirteenth. Uh, sorry, your sixteenth. Guilty, your thirteenth. Yep. And I have dropped two spots to third. Oof. Now I'm behind Daniel's Allen's tongue and Dino's Dino. So yeah, that's annoying. Very annoying. Anyway. We're not going to read the ladder this week. We're going to analyze that next week in our broken down round when the when the you know there's less footy to talk about, and that's also going to be the halfway point. But anyway, round twelve, boys. The buy this week went to the New Zealand Warriors. And before I move on, there's two things. Sean Johnson has turned down the approach from the West Tigers to return to Sydney. He doesn't like Sydney. He's a Kiwi. He's going to remain in. A, he's going to remain a warrior for life. So. Don't expect him to be leaving, boys, even though it's not with, official. With Chanel Harris Tavita. Yeah. And then Chanel Harris Tavita after a one year sabbatical. It's like, I don't know, the long the shortest retirement in history. Uh he's returning to the Warriors on a two year contract and he's going to be playing alongside RTS, who also returns. So big news for the Warriors whilst they were on their bye. But game one, boys, the Penrith Panthers defeat the Brisbane Broncos 15 points to four. Top of table clash. Uh it was a Great forwards battle. Like I thought it was a great game, but the referee took the took the I, I don't know the fun out of it. I guess because there's a lot of issues here. <laughs> Clark, are you you were very pissed off at the contentious calls. I've got the list here. If you want me to go through them, yeah, go through them. Okay, start with um one that I I didn't think was a double movement. Sunya Taruva's try. Oh mate, it's a double movement. A double movement. Do you think it was? Yes. yes. Hmm. Interesting. 
I'm also not going to argue either because it's pretty, yeah, yeah. But they, make, but they make up for it. They do. So there we go. There's one controversial thing. They they didn't um, bring that one up in the uh, in Graham and Nesley's uh, refereeing review on Monday. But Sunya Taruva's try, we we think it's a double movement, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Number two, Scott Sorensen's no try for a knock-on. In yeah, my right. opinion, it's a try. It's a try. Try? It's a try every day of the week. Mate, he scooped it up. Like, look, if you if you if you if you take things back to, you know, slow re, a slow replay replay tool, you know, to the nth degree, you're gonna find errors with every single try. Can can I can I just say, guilty? You know, when you can like, you go, oh, there's a technicality there. I don't see any use of the ground, any bobble. I don't see it. No, Am I blind? I. No, I didn't see it either. Clarky? They said he scooped it. They said he scooped it forward. Bullshit, Clarky. Did you? Th- Mate, did you I don't think? think. I don't think these people actually know what the sport is. I don't, think they know what it, I don't think they know. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because when they make a call, the on-field referee can just overrule apparently now. <laughs> Before we get into that one, Guilty, let's mm. get into the Kobe Hetherington knock-on from Mitch Kenny's head. So Mitch Kenny's gone and tackled Kobe Hetherington. Hey, it's a knock-back. <laughs> they called it a, a knock-on and they scored off the back of this broken play straight after that and they said that it was a loose carry. I kept watching it going, I don't think so, eh? And but just like, because like, you drop the ball doesn't mean it's a loose carry. Do you know what I mean? But, like, but like, you, know when someone punches, you know when someone punches the ball out with their hand, it's it's a live That's ball? A carry. It's a loose carry apparently now. Yeah. Fuck me dead. Like, it's his head. And, like, you know, if you pass the ball into someone's head, it's play on because it's hit their head. Yeah. The same. Oh, Clarky. <laughs> yeah, mate. They, lo- they lost it in this game. That that's a, That's a try, right, to the Broncos? Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, Who ended okay. up scoring that try? What because I know that it got Reese Walsh and they Reese Walsh. Walsh scored a uh, howler. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Number four, we're gonna go to the uh Katoni, the Katoni Stags no try. So the decision, the ultimate decision of not awarding this a try was correct. However, because Reese Walsh, he's buddy what do they call it now? Um, when you when you block him, what do they call it? I don't think he did. Escort. 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 He did, he did escort and I don't think he did. Look. Mate, I think, what, what, why is it that we're we're penalising Reese Walsh because he's an absolute freak of an athlete and he can he doesn't have to look at the ball when he's going up for it as long as he turns around he's in a position to catch it at the time that it's coming down and he was I, th- I think he went for the player guilty that's that's my issue that's think, my I issue think, I think that if um, another player if Katoni Stags hadn't come through he had just as much chance of catching the ball well. Let's this whole this whole like that. I uh, seriously, it's not, it's whatever they feel like on the night because something happens in the Bulldogs game which fucking rolled me up too in regards to escorts and fucking obstructions and shit. But we're staying on this game. They what happened was Tony Staggs has scored a try. They said Reese Walsh escorted and didn't look at the ball. But the issue with it was the referee sent it up and the bunker said, "Yep, we've cleared Reese Walsh. It's all good. It's a try." And then the referee, Adam G, goes, uh, it's not a try. I don't like and the look of it. He goes, I don't like the look of it, mate. Yeah, and he goes. And then they went, okay, it's a knock-on. Yeah. That's fucking well, it's crazy. It's not a knock-on. Is it a knock-on for the first time and not a knock-on? Well, they said it was an escort. Uh, well, whatever. Clarky? No, I like it because the the right deci- I think the right decision was ruled. That's fine, but that's not the process. Yeah. Now, the- like 
if you're going to do that, you may as well do what the NFL do. Get rid of the independent person in the bunker, but the, which guess, is what they're supposed to be. And camera and put your eyes on it. And then I get it. I get it. I get it. But the right decision was made because the whole time they're doing, they're going, because wasn't it? He's not looking at the player. Yeah. He's not looking at the player. He's not looking at the player. He's attacking the player, not the ball. And then the rest like, and he he turned. He turned and was watching the ball. Oh wait, no, he's he's looking at he's looking at the player. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing him. And the here's a question, Clarky. Why why can't he look at the player as he's going to do a specky over the top of him? He's got to know where he is. No, 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 he can do that, but he's hit the player guilty before he's even gone for the ball. That's the problem. I, I, I don't think so, man. I think he went up. For, I went. He went up, and yeah, look, look, that's semantics. He went up, and he put himself in a position to catch the ball. I don't think there's a drama. He was fighting for the ball. Hmm. I disagree. Same. Don't I disagree. Nick. <laughs> make, a real. One. make a real. I'll make a <laughs> real. Fuck you, love that. That's your go-to now with me, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> You know that Dream Buller's try saver was a try saver. Just accept no, it. Absolutely not. Oh my god. Okay. We're just gonna we're not gonna get back into that. The last thing that I don't know if you boys um really saw it because it was the last minute of the game. Marty Tapau's head high in the final minute. It was direct force. Who it was, was very high and there was a penalty. Who did he and hit? That was it? I forget who he hit, but he, he fed him. And like it was like a proper hit, and I'm like, oh, it's sin bin. I know it's the last minute, but it's a sin bin. That's got, just that's just coming out of the game now, hasn't it? They're not doing it anymore. Yeah, that's that's something that I just wanted to bring up quickly because it's gone. That whole 2021 Magic Round crackdown has just stopped now. They do not want to sin bin people. It's gone back to pre 2021 Magic Round head highs. It's gone, guilty. They're more worried about hip drops, which aren't hip drops. Yeah. Oh well, well let's. Let's talk about hip drops for a second, Clarky. I know it's your favorite topic. They brought out a video this week to explain them. And then Reed Marnie got done in the dogs game. And Graham and Leslie comes out and says, Whoops, it was wrong. Whoopsie. We just told the referees and everyone what a hip drop is and we fucked up again, even though we told them what it is. They don't know what it is. No one knows. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Apart from the officiating, though, this was a cracking game. I yes. thought anyway. I thought it was high quality. Yeah, so did I, mate. So did I. When do you when do you see a halfback run for two over two hundred meters? Who was that? Um, Nathan Cleary. Hmm. Mate, he was bloke, he was on fire. This just game constantly, constantly challenging the line. It was yeah. It was good mate, to see. Shame that uh, their halfback, the Broncos, went out early because I. Th- that had a that uh, had a um, bearing on the game. Well, they didn't have no, Adam Reynolds. That's, that's, that's what a, I'm saying. No yeah. Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Well, that's From another. Well, it's like when the the Broncos played the Rabbits and they didn't have Payne Haas and um, who's the other player? Reese Walsh. No, Ezra Man. Ezra Man. So another game, a top of the table, a top of the table clash without you know their full contingent of you know marquee stars. Um. Kurt Capel's try saver guilty on Moses Leoda. That's a real try saver, yeah? Yes. You like that one? Punched yeah. it out? Yeah. That was good. That was mad. That was good. Pat Carrigan, 67 tackles. That's Clark. crazy. 
67 yeah. tackles and he missed two. Insane. wonder what, what? he's doing on those two. You know yeah. how they're the ones where they palm them off and still don't go past you? Yeah. They say that's a missed tackle. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Dude, if you get palmed and then you recover and tackle them, it's a missed tackle, but then it's also a tackle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it okay. Um, Guilty, I wanted to, last thing I'll bring up, because this was a great game, but we will move on. Um, we'll get through these games swiftly. Um, Jerome Luai copped a contrary conduct fine for touching a referee. What's your opinion on that? Mate, what, why did he touch him? I can't, I, I, I remember it, but why, what, what's the, what's his reason for touching him? Well, they scored a try and he's just yeah. brushed, like he grabbed him and like, why, why did he do that? Why? I no, know. I think I watched I, when I first watched it. I didn't know what I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then I've watched it again. It almost looks like he tries to. Oh yeah, I don't know what he's. I don't know whether he accidentally bumps him in the back or intentionally goes to get him in the back, hits him yeah. too hard, and then and then Apologizes. touches him, and then touches him again to turn him around to apologize for the first touch. I reckon it was like it's, a little brain snap where he like realized, you know, he's an idiot. Mate, I don't I don't care who it is, what it is. Intentional or what. That's a suspension every I, other week. I agree. You can't touch the ref. Yeah. Cannot touch a referee. And he did. Not, not twice anyway. <laughs> the he second one was still apologize for the first yeah. one. Though. Did you see the death stare from the <laughs> touch? Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> he's he, he's um he's ref. That guy, I don't know his name, but he's ref. As a first grade ref, he hasn't just been a touch judge. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They 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 do touch. They they do multiple games now. I think it saves costs, Nick. Yeah. As as per COVID, but um, Clarky, you've got the reins for the three two ones this week. So the Cashier MVP three two ones. Pressure is on. It. Nathan Cleary three points. Pat Carrigan two points, and we didn't even mention him. Herbie Farnsworth for one point. He's yeah. mad, eh? Yeah. He'd be an origin if he was eligible. Mate, in saying that, um, Crichton on the other centre was good too. I think yes. I said, I think I I threw Crichton's name yeah, into, yeah. The, into the hat there. Yeah. He's been good this year, Stephen He Crichton. has been. This is his best year of sending play, Crichton. Yeah. So take that into next year, Stephen, because you're coming to the Dogs champ. Game two, boys. This is a wild game. The St. George. Illawarra Dragons defeat the Sydney Roosters 24-22 on the back of Anthony Griffin being sacked as Dragons head coach, as predicted by Clarkie in the preseason. Good on you, Clarkie. Interim coach Ryan Carr has gone one from one after a last-minute victory for the Saints. I thought that they had it, the Roosters, crap, crap after last Teddy. Try. Crap last try. Man, well, I thought you know, there was two shit tries. So Teddy's was a big play. You know, he, he stripped it out of Moses Sawley's hands in the 76th minute after they kicked it in the middle of the field, stripped it, fell over the line. But that last kick from Torrell Sloan and the dead set, like dying 10 seconds of the game. What the fuck's Jackson Paulo doing watching the ball to allow Matt Fienai to score, to win the game? Like, what do you, bro, play at the ball, do something. Like, don't watch the ball. I couldn't believe oi, it. I oi, couldn't believe oi, it. Oi, oi, yes. Leave my life. Oh, shut up, Clarky. <laughs> Leave, leave Jackson Paulo alone. Oh, kid. my God. You're the biggest Jackson Luke. Paulo bully ever. He, you probably messaged he, him. Keyboard warriors. What about the um keyboard the Radley headbutt? Oh, mate. How didn't he get sent off, can I ask? Simbind, at least. And he should have got sent. 
Mate, there is, there, is, there is no way that's a sin bin. That's a sin bin. But he didn't get anything. That's what I'm saying. He got nothing. He got a fucking I like, I know, you, I know you don't like Bossy. Bossy was commentating, wasn't he? What did he say? I'm sure it was Bossy. Because they've put it on report. It's like you're on report for leading no, for leading with the head of making contact. <laughs> and Bossy's like, did they just read the definition of a headbutt? Yeah. <laughs> Which is 100% what they did. Bro, you yeah. cannot, you cannot just put that on report. He fucking got three weeks yeah. for it. Hey, did you see Teddy and Radley's reactions? They were both like, oh, shit. How did we but, not just lose a player? Yeah. You know what I reckon it is? I reckon it's because if he got sent off, they would have been like, you're picking on Victor. You're picking on him. Nah. Because he gets sin bit and nah. There is no way it's anyone would think it's that. It's a headbutt. It's I'm just like saying. It's, I'm just saying. It's like it's like they've done the re- the reverse. Mate. It's like I oh, will give him a break because it's Victor. The only the only people that would have said that would would have been Roosters fans, mate. Everyone else would have just said, even if you like Victor Radley, which I do. And I picked him on Origin side. He can't. He plays for England but anyway. <laughs> yeah. But mate, you Wasn't can't headbutt players. You can't. You cannot headbutt players. I don't think you could. I'm not sure if you could even headbutt players back in the. 60s no. and 70s. No, you can't. It's so filth. It's Liverpool kiss. And he's from England, eh? He's from England. Yeah. Uh, um, Zach Lomax, by the way, he shouldn't have even been penalised for, for the slam on Corey Allen, which is what led to the headbutt. Wasn't it? That's what sparked the push and shove and the headbutt. But it wasn't even a penalty. That's the ref re- fault didn't again. They re- didn't they retain the penalty too? Yeah, they did. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's wild. 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 Was it? Was there something else in this game? Another, another stupid refo thing. I don't know. There's a couple of massive hits. Like Jaden Sewell was late lane blokes out left, right, and center. Mm. They nearly took a bloody legitimate try of him too, and Ben Hunt put him over the line. Yeah. They nearly took like, oh, a little bobble, and I'm like, oh, fucking thank fuck they didn't fuck up there. But they do that in the Tigers game, weirdly enough. Was Which they admit, Brown, they admit. Was was that Nathan Brown's first game for the Roo- Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But he was good. Yeah, he was. Well, he had to come in because Hargraves is still, he's out indefinitely with his peck. Yeah. So He's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, I'm, I know he's a good player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tane International, Tane Captain, thank you very much. Yeah, um, yeah look, the they did it without Hargraves and Joey Manu got ruled out. Sam Walker didn't get the recall either because he's in, he got injured in, in State Cup. So, yeah. They're going to struggle to shoot the Roosters. They're a weird team, man. I know they're gonna get they're gonna get four players back in Hargraves, Manu, Tupo, and probably Walker if they want to name him. But he's a scapegoat for him now, so probably not. They're all back after the bye, but they are in all sorts. And fucking hell, you know the three of us picked them to make the final this year. Oh, and I the picked them to final? win it. Yeah, the grand final. Uh, I picked oh, them to man. win it against the rabbits. So. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they're going to be making the grand final. Mate, they'll be lucky to make you hate. Yeah, right now, yeah. Lucky they set themselves up a little bit because it is a very close Those competition. Early. Yeah. Very close competition. Like five teams are stuck on 16 at the top of the table. So, you know, they're on 12, I think, the Roosters. So they're not really Two games. out of it. They just need a couple wins. But a uh, big, big um, moment in the game, Brandon Smith, uh, which is Clarkie's favourite hooker, he's been ruled out for the next seven weeks, fractured his thumb in the second half of this game. Might be a blessing in disguise, Clarkie. For the Roosters. 
Clarky's a big fan of Brandon Smith being a lock. He's not a hooker. I'm he's telling, he's... Mate, so he got interviewed the other day, Clarky, and he was yeah. talk, saying that his best year was at hooker, and that's why he thinks he's a hooker. His best year was it was the year before last, where he, when he was still at Melbourne, and I think Harry Grant was playing for the Tigers. He was the starting hooker. Hmm. Oh well, mate, he's not playing good. well. End of oh, story. Yeah, I mean, whole I team, the whole team's not playing. Whole well, team's right? not playing well. But but if they if if the, if the Roosters, which they do, I mean, if, if there's one team that talks about scapegoats, they're already talking about him being the scapegoat. Who? Brand Smith. Brand Smith. Interesting. Sam Walker's already copped it, so yeah, I think he's number yeah. one. But I Teddy, look, coach, Teddy played. The coach picked him, didn't he? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. The coach, the coach at the moment isn't coming under fire, but can't really hide behind all these losses and not be blamed because every other coach not member that the team seems to be. Well, that's look, exactly they've had a right. Few dramas. They've had a few dramas. Look, look, like Suwali coming out and signing with Rugby Union. That's one. Uh, Angus Crichton at the start of the year he had that's a big his one. dramas. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So they, yeah. you know, but in saying that, they had the um, what are the two brothers called who play in the second row? Egan and Nat Butcher. Yeah, the Butcher brothers are playing pretty good, like good enough to play first. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they shouldn't be losing games. Hmm. Well, mate, uh, something before we move on, just for the Dragons, they finally um, shifted Zach Lomax from the left to the right centre position. So I think that came up trumps for him because Lomax had a, uh, I thought he had a very good game. And he's, he's a good player. People forget how good he is. But he's not a left centre. He's a right no, centre. He's got the right, he's got the right arm, that, that offload, the mm. flick. And, mate, they. They got Molo back as well, and they did it without Jack Bird. So it was a good, t- it was a good timing for the Dragons. And Frank Molo it, started at lock, you know. Yeah, because Bird was Bird was out, and they moved to Bellin, and yeah, mate, they it was just I don't know. It was one of those those games where both teams aren't really going that well. The Dragons don't go away. They've been losing every game by bloody less than a try. You know what I mean? You no, know, they were talking about the Bellin for Origin. No. Yeah, yeah, they were. Clarky. <laughs> Would you have picked it? Mate, front on, front on defense, he's one of the best. Pre, pre, pre-dramas, Jack DeBellum was a beast. probably fourth fourth or fifth picked in New South Wales. He was a gun. Well, it's good for Ryan Carr, interim coach, one from one. Hopefully he can make it two from two. Uh, whenever the, I don't know if they've got the bye this week or not. I forget, but I forget the games. I'll find out later, but... Clarky, we'll move it on to the Cashier MVP 321s. Yeah, James Tedesco, three points. He scored two tries and ran for 200 odd metres or whatever he normally does. Jack DeBellin for two points and Jaden Sewer for Axe and People gets one. Ben Hunt also had a good game, which was he was in contention, but that's okay. I did like Jaden Sewer. Boys, this is a big one. The jersey bet. The jersey bet of all jersey bets, Clarky. The Parramatta Eels defeat the South Sydney Roosters. South Sydney Roosters. South Sydney you Rabbitohs. You bite your tongue. <laughs> I corrected myself. South Sydney Rabbitohs, 36 to 16. Guilty. Your Parramatta Eels and the six-game win streak of the Rabbitohs. But more importantly, Clarkie's near three-year undefeated jersey bet record for the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. This game was played at Allianz Stadium, formerly known as Trellian Stadium, now known as Dillian's Stadium. Clarky, how do you like that? Uh, how does that feel, Nicholas? <laughs> Parramatta. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> <laughs> I 
More Mate, um, well, I, I don't know if you think the same as me, Clarky, but I think that um, Para sort of came out and did a Souths on Souths. Mate, with the forwards, they just rolled up their sleeves and went down the middle. And you know what? I think that when you've won six in a row, the forwards can't do it all the time. And they just had a bit of an off game, Souths. They're big boys in the middle. Yeah, mate, I, I think I think Para, I think it comes down to Para wanted it far more than South. And yeah, six in a row, they took the foot off the pedal a little bit. And and Para obviously desperate. Like you you guys were very desperate and you mate. needed you needed to win that game. Two, and, we, and, we, and we didn't. Two players ran for 200 metres at prop. That's what South have been doing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We remove had his breakout game. I, I love I love Will McGregor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was the best game I've seen him play. Junior Junior probably needed to play that well, you know, to show that he's still origin standard. Um, yeah, look. Uh, look, uh, at uh, half-time, just after half-time, South's moved in front. With that uh, set play out of the scrum where Campbell Graham scored the try, yeah, it was twelve yeah, so ten, half time. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you mate, you smacked us in the end. Like really, thirty six sixteen. That's a big score. I, I just think that there was just so much forward work, and the, the, the Souths were just tired. That's all that happened. Hmm. And towards the end of the game, that's where it, that's where it, everything opens up. Yeah, mate. I th- I think. Um, <laughs> You talk about Junior Paulo having a game to keep himself in that origin team. A lot of people were talking about Tevita Totola. And I, th- I think that game <laughs> took him out of the origin team. Or maybe needed to aim up against those two to, to be a name. Mate, the thing is, there's not many props right now available for New South Wales. Like RCG and, and uh, Trebojevic are both out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totola could easily be a bench for, do you know what I mean? Like, without a doubt. Like, I think Total is probably better than your Tokamoto. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, mate, I think so. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a lot more consistent. Yeah, but they're looking. At, I don't know. They're looking at Stefano as kind of like the next Payne Haas. That's what you, it seems like. They've had him in in and around the squad for a couple of years now. Yeah, you yeah. Got, you hasn't got... hasn't really kicked on. No. He mate, played well this missed, week. You guys miss Burgess. Yeah, he didn't have he back spasms, Clarky still. To yeah. go there. They're not good. Gildy's mm. Gildy's mate was back though, who you can never remember his name. Saluka Fafita. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Saluka Fafita. <laughs> mate, he mate, wasn't uh, bad. I didn't think he was bad. No, he was good. Yeah. I just think that, you know, your forward just got the best of him in the second half, which is really crazy because maybe it is the Burgess factor for the Rabbitohs. But you you guys didn't have Sean Lane and Mate, he's had a, a shocking year with injuries this year. He's out for two months now. Madison's also out for, oh, for a while. He, played, he was playing well. Mate, he had he 60 super coach points and he, he, he was out at half time. Yeah. Mate, the, our, our player that I'm really happy with how he's playing is Cardi Party. Yeah, oh, you know what? Guilty. I, so we made a late change with our 3 2 ones and put Moses in because of his four try assists. Yep. But Cardi Party was fourth for me over Simonson, oh. who also played well. He he was very good, very yeah. good. He he was always amongst it. He he was around the play, around the ball. So hey, stop I stop doing those stupid. Look, look, it's good that he he can do those offloads, but he he earns them now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I thought you know, um, you know, Andrew Davy getting concussed as well. 
thinned you guys out too because there was two plays injured prior two, to half two, time. Two benches, yep. Yeah, so Mate, very interesting. We were moving and Junior Paul had to play extra minutes that they wouldn't normally play and they and they killed they, it. They, they killed it, yep. And Moses, usually after you sign a long-term contract, he's his confirmed now for the next five years. Um, usually, And he came back from injury, from concussion. Um, usually after all that, you just go, yeah, he's going to kick back. Man, he turned it on. But partner in Dylan Brown, oh, seriously. Mate, he started the year badly, Dylan Brown. He's playing good now. He's fucking hell. Clarky. Yeah. Like, he tore us to shreds. But see, what's, what's strange <laughs> is that Cody Walker also had a – it's not strange because he's a good player, but – he played fantastic as well. I thought Cody had a good game. Yep. It was a great half just battle. At end, just at the end when he got a little crazy. He loves that. When they but lose. I think the thing with Dylan Brown had just Mitchell Moses to kind of help him along, mate. That was probably Lachlan Ellis is probably one of his worst three games. Mate, mm. Do you know what I noticed about Ilias is that... Kicked the ball the, out 16 times on the floor. Well, mate, the thing is, man, you don't get a free kick. Do you know what I mean? Like just because we're now penalising for the late hit, you don't get a free kick. You mm. still put pressure on the kicker. Mm. I think Ilias, because Ilias looked at the ref a few times, like, ah, oh, come on. I well, they're trying to off. they're trying to bait him. They're trying to bait him, yeah. and he's just like, I mean, nah. He was yeah, he was bad, like really bad. And I mentioned it earlier, Clarky Latrell, like when um um who scored was it Penasini? I think he scored, and Latrell just followed through and. He elbowed him and tried to push him and grab his jersey, and he's just gone fuck off, dickhead. And then, and Latrell's like, "What? What?" And it's like, bro, fuck. It was the Simonson one. It was, a Simonson it was Simonson. Well. Sorry, it was him. It was Bailey Simonson. Yeah. Seriously, like, what's he doing? And then, like, there was there, a was, a, there was a push up with Penasini and Latrell. And then Sean Russell, he got put out on, on a scrum play. I was like third tackle, or something. I forget when it was. Maybe it was a scrum play. And Simonson goes out, and Latrell had nothing to do with it. Pick Simonson and throws him off to G him up. And it's like, bro, you're Did so annoying. Did you? Like, here's Clarky. Here's one for you. And I, mm. you know, I, I wax on about Latrell all the time. Make that effort on um, on um, the winger for Para, the young winger. winger Sean Russell. When the, Sean Russell scored his first try. Mate, that was putrid. If yeah. there's one bloke who can roll a bloke over the sideline, it's got to be Latrell. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was horrible. Mm. Yeah, mate, there wasn't there wasn't much effort there. He yeah. mate, he had his, I think he had his origin and origin shorts and socks on. Yeah, going into the game and just kind of wanted to. It, which is a thing. I think that's a thing. Hundred like, percent, it is. Why play him sometimes? I know that it's it's better for the club, and you know that club comes first, in my opinion. But some of these players, like I thought, Turbo was well, going to do that last well, year. I was going to say some people would probably would have asked Seebs not to play Turbo, but then look what he look what he goes and does. Well, remember last year against the Knights, he just had a shocker in round twelve, an absolute shock, and they lost because he just didn't turn it on. He's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not putting my body on the line, and then he's still out. So, you know, whatever. Um, here's one, here's one for you, Dan. Talking yeah. point, <clears throat> mate. Uh, you know, we're talking about which teams have Aboriginal players playing in their team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Souths have quite a few, which, which is awesome. Yep. But mate, I think when when uh, when you're hyping up a game, you can't just pick one team. And what I'm I mean just by like, that just is, like, man, just like wait, Nick, just like a, a grand final in 2014 when they talked okay. about one you, side. I knew you'd run with that. But what, what <laughs> I'm saying is, look, we got this, this player, Steve Ella, is one of our greatest ever centers, and. 
Mate, he got nothing. He got no no kudos at all. Oh, I thought that was rubbish. Clarky. Oh, I've got. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really. So I don't really know where you're coming from. Doesn't doesn't it, doesn't Mate, it su- doesn't at the suck start of the game. Look, I watch Fox right, and and look, man, Matt Nabel does those awesome starts, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, they were and they talked about South, and I know South has got a history of Indigenous players, and that's awesome, right? But mate. Talk about both teams. Did know? they do just the South thing at the start of the game? They just talked about, look, they were just talking about, you know, Beats and, and do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, going, yeah. come on, we've got players too, you know. Beatson actually played for Para. <laughs> and anyway, you, you're right. Mate, um, <clears throat> Alex Johnston got two more tries. So he's only three tries behind Brett Morris's record. Mate, did he have um, a try disallowed as well? Yes. Yes, legitimately. Yeah. Um. So three more tries, and he'll be equal fourth on the all-time try scorers list. So that's good. But the last thing I'll bring up, which is uh, Eels related, not game related, boys. Uh, big transfer news for the Parramatta Eels guilty. There's a couple. Yeah. So we've got three here. Is Jake it... Arthur gone to Manly immediately. Ah, oh, damn. Damn. Do you know what? What I don't understand is I. Don't... Mate, good luck to him. But and that's probably the best thing he could do is try and um, force himself into a starting position on another side. But they've also got Flanagan, they've got Daly Cherry Evans, they've got Schuster. They haven't got Flanagan. There's another kid. Man, I'm positive Manly have bought Flanagan, man. No, nah, they haven't got him. No, nah, it was rumors. Ah, uh, was it? No, nah. mate, Where I don't know. Him? I don't know. Look, he's obviously there. Well, Cherry Evans. Mate, he was there when Mitchell Moses wasn't 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 there for power. I, look, Cooper Johns is there. Unfortunately, I don't I don't rate him. Cooper Johns, yeah, that's another player. Mm. Look, I just don't rate him. Good luck to him. I hope he goes well. Well, mate, he's gone. Uh, the big rumor coming out of uh, the Eels forums is that uh, Connor Tracy from the Sharks is going to replace him. What do you think of that one, mate? I don't think he's going to replace him at all. I think he's going to be our center. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I think they're looking at Simmonson and him starting on one side and they're going to work out who's going to play wing and who's going to play centre. Look, and he can play in the halves and that's super. But, <clears throat> mate, he killed it on, in, in the backs. Yeah, the against, against the Knights. He was he was nearly the best player mate, on the field. He's been such a good player for a long time on a team that he just can't get a start with. Mm-hmm. And then Did he come from St. George? Kind of true. South. South, South. Was it? Yeah, yeah, he was too. He was, the, he was the next big half at South, wasn't he, Clarkie? Um, yeah, stuck stuck behind a few. Yeah, of course. Same thing. He's just unlucky. Maybe he'll get his shot at Parramatta and be in a, be unearthed and spoken about properly because other outlets aren't do, other outlets aren't doing it like we are. I think. Um, but the third and last, Joe Offhengawi, which is a very funny signing. Not because I don't like him. I think he's a gun player. It's just funny how it all went down. So last week. The Tigers announced that he was making the mid-season switch and was set to sign with Parramatta for a two-and-a-half-year deal immediately. However, Fanua Pohl got injured and the Tigers took the post down and then they said, oh, no, 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 we've got to keep off hand going for more week because he's, cause he's injured. Blore. Oh, Sean Bloor. Sorry, Sean Bloor. Mate. No, no, no. But you're right. Pohl was the one who went down and they picked off and Gowie to replace him. What I'm saying is they've got Sean Bloor. They don't need well, him. I, I think it's crazy. Yeah, he's playing. He's mate. Sean Ball's playing reserve grade though. Yeah. Well, Gildy, you you said something interesting about the medicals. So explain that for the listeners. Uh, I look. 
it was secondhand information, but what basically it was was that Alfred Gowie went and did his medical with Para. And then, like you've just explained, um, the Tigers said, well, no, he's not going yet. So he played another game. So that means that Para got to do another medical with him. That's wild. I think wild, it's been eh? done now because I think today he's been signed. Yeah. That's wild, but <laughs> like, what if he got injured? Yeah. Well, we you wouldn't know, have taken um, him. We wouldn't have taken him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much money he's on next year, Wes? That's why they're obviously. Oh, massive amount, but aren't they paying for a lot of it? Yeah, they Barra? are. But, uh, I don't know who's taken the big chunk. Is it oh, like six hundred k, Clarky? Mate, I got a funny feeling it's half and half. That's what I, I heard. think. It's I think I heard six fifty next year and seven fifty the year oh after. My God, they had but, to get rid of him. Like they had to get rid of him because he in their in their best seventeen, he's on the bench. Mm, you can't yeah. be playing because with of all the players they've bought, they had to get rid of him. And even if even if Power are paying half. Mate, they're winning. They're, that's a lot of yeah. money they can free up to. Mate, I'm happy. I'm happy. He's a good boy. Look, I we talk about him. He look, he's he's played Origin before. He's gone to the Tigers. He's sort of a bit of a forgotten man right now. But last year we did talk about him. Do you know what I mean? As he was their best player. player. He was their best player yeah. last year next to Hastings. And if they and if they free up through what three hundred thousand dollars, <throat> they can add that to Luke Brooks's contract for next year. He can sign for one point eight. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, um, Mate, we'll move it on, Clarky. Yeah, he played well. This we'll talk about that in a sec. But um, the catch MVP three two ones, Clarky. Uh yeah, Dylan Brown. We've spoken about three points. Big Wiramu, Greg Kelsey's breakout game for two points, and Mitchell Moses one. Beautiful game four. Not not very exciting this one. The Cronulla Sharks defeated the Newcastle Knights twenty six to six. The Sharks dominated this match for the most part. Um, it was a low-quality game in Coffs Harbour. Yeah, not much doing. Uh, what, usual uh, suspects. What's the go with Caleb Ponga playing the ball? <laughs> what's going on? Did you watch it live? Did you watch it, Gildy? No, nah, I've watched the replay. I haven't oh, watched okay. it. No. Mate, so, I, watched, I watched it live. I had no kids at home, just sitting back, having a couple of beers. Mate, I was like, what? just blew my mind. Mate, who's the um, who's the fly, mate, that um, was behind Plus you? and Gamble. Gamble didn't know what was going on. He got yelled at. Gamble yeah, got yelled at. Yeah. So we, we made <laughs> a blood drove pass. Like he deserved a spray. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, <laughs> we, like Clark, I was 15 minutes delayed because I remember you messaging going, did you see that shit? And I was like, what, don't tell me what it is. I'm, I'll, I'll get to it. And I knew once it got to that point, I knew what you were talking about. We turned it into a reel, which blew up, which is great because everyone's laughing at Kalen Ponga. But for those that missed it, go on to the socials and you'll see it. But pretty much, Callum Ponga gets tackled, sprays Tyson Gamble, who's the dummy half, puts the ball down, and instead of playing the ball with his foot, just walks away. <laughs> now, I think, I think... He thought, it was that, a, he thought it was the end. That's what he thought. It has to be. He has to have yeah. thought that. No, nah, he, he did. He did. Some people are like, it's, it's concussion that made him do that. I'm like, no, it's no, not. No, I think it was Warren Smith's. Like, are they sure he passed the HIA? <laughs> That's funny. It is but funny. saying that, it's still not as bad as the tissue letting people score tries when he keeps walking backwards. But anyway. <laughs> Lachlan Miller. You know, he had yeah. a shocker in coughs. Sawtell boy, no good. Yeah. Old boy. Mate, we already we, we spoke about Connor Tracy. Yeah. Obviously, we spoke about him already, but yeah. Mate. Cracking game. Yeah. Made, made, Dan, made, made Dane Gagai not look like an origin player. And yeah, finished he, his origin career. He pumped him. He helped, he pumped him. And Royce Hunt was fucking he dominated in the forwards. 
Um, Nico Hines, he's he's always touching the ball, always, always active on both sides. So, you know, it's hard not to give him points. There's not much to really talk about here. The Knights, I don't know how they how they've won a few games. Like it sounds it sounds pretty harsh, but um, you know, they they won a few games that we didn't think they were gonna win. And then they that they're not they're so inconsistent and they're hard to they're a very hard team to pick, Newcastle Knights. Um the Adam O'Brien. Uh yeah, well, yeah. At least he didn't he wasn't the first coach sacked like I think I thought Holbrook and you thought Adam O'Brien guilty, but Clark I thought Adam O'Brien was going for sure. Yeah. Well And then he said, Don't worry, boys, go to Bali. He'll be right. And then get those tattoos. Get those tattoos. Um there's not much to add here, boys. I'm not going to speak about it much longer. Sorry, Sharks and Knights fans. It's, it was just a dull game where the Sharks were the better team and deserved the win. So, Clarkie, unless you've got something to add, the cash MVP 3-2-1s for this one. Yeah, mate, I don't think we even spoke about him. Will Kennedy. That, they, they, he's the reason they, they win games they shouldn't be. He's, we spoke about Reese Walsh getting picked for Queensland and his acceleration. Like, Will Kennedy's not far not far behind him. Yeah, Is he Queensland? So, no, no, no. Oh. His his acceleration. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it leads to it leads to almost every good thing they do. Obviously, apart from Nico Hines, but yeah, Will Kennedy three, Connor Tracy ending Dan Gagai's Origin career gets two, and uh, Nico Hines one. Yeah, Hines again. It, it's just it's he's hard not to pick. It's hard not to pick. He's just so active with the ball. Yeah. Boys, game five. This is extraordinary. The West Tigers. Defeat the North Queensland Cowboys, sixty-six to eighteen. Boys, this was the best performance the Tigers have had in the past few seasons. They annihilated North Queensland by forty-eight. Funnily enough, at the Fortress of Leichhardt Oval, which returned to a fortress now, um, <laughs> because they got booed off last time they played there. So against the Knights uh... in round two, um, we spoke about this. Uh, in the Origin Roundup, Appy got the forwards going as usual. Um, the forwards earned the ball. They earned the field position. I thought the biggest difference this time round, however, um, it's never the forwards really not doing their job. It's the backs, and the backs were on fire. And they they, pro- they brought together a team performance for the first time this year, and they gelled, and this is great, a great result for the club and their fans. I think this is what everyone expected to see early. It is it's a work in progress. This they're not going to rack up 48 every week, but this shows what they can do. And it was a great win and one that the Cowboys briefly I thought, oh it's 36-18. They scored back to back. Maybe they might be back in it. But once the Tigers scored to make it 44 cuz no one missed a kick. It's perfect conversions. 11 for 11 from 11 for the Tigers, 3 from 3 for the Cowboys. Um, when it got to 42 to 18, the Tigers went on a rampage. And everyone contributed to this. And it would have been more if the bunker didn't fuck up a Joe Hoffengawi try. That was that was a joke. He buddy grounds the ball and they're like, oh, it's a try. Uh, it's a knock-on, I think. And then they're like, yeah, it's a knock-on. And it wasn't. It was bullshit. But, um, yeah, comments on this one, boys. Have you guys heard the... um? The Dream Baller story? No. Gilby, no. have you heard it? No. Well, I know that he was at the start of this year, he was the best trainer. And uh, Sheens was talking about using him at the, right at the start of the year, but he caved and used Dane Laurie instead and nah, Charlie Sheens. 
Does that matter? Yeah, no, they um I just said Charlie Sheen. You didn't say Charlie <laughs> Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Very good if they use Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Um <laughs> no, Mal Meninga was talking about him. I think the game the game he debuted, Mal Meninga was on the panel in the um in the Fox studios. So he was at he was at the Titans, contracted to the Titans, I think maybe in their flag or whatever it was. And um Asked for a release, he's like, "I want to go play basketball." This is only like twelve months ago. I want to go play basketball. I want to move to Sydney and play basketball. And Mal's like, "Yeah, mate, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do." Played basketball for like six months, and then he has a mate in reserve grade at Wes, and was like, "Ah, come play footy again." He's like, "Okay." (laughs) He's doing what he's doing now. Really? He's a he's a he's a Kiwi product. He's, um, is he? He's, yeah, he's from Auckland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I thought he would. I thought we, he was. I thought he was uh, Baller. Oh yeah, that makes sense. It's not a bad guess. But um, mate, he uh, I've got him in Supercoach, but I've never used him. He's going to start getting used now. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, same. He hit 150 or something. Yeah. I used him this week. Oh. I used him, but I still lost. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I, I. I've said it every week since the try saver, you know, that try saver guilty that we keep talking about, black and yeah, white. Um, that, is a, <laughs> that is a freak. He's and, a freak. Man, he was, he was, if it wasn't for Appy bloody maestroing this side, he would have probably gotten three points, but he got out two. Um, unfortunately for Tigers fans, the only negative in this one is that Alex Twile didn't get a try still, even though there was 11 try scorers. Um, so he's extended his no try scoring tally to 113 NRL matches. So he's still a way away from being the worst, the worst of for not scoring tries. But yeah, that would just every time he touched the ball it was so funny. Every time he touched the ball, the whole crowd's jeeing up like, "Go score a try, Alex!" Hey, he he gets his nose through all the time, Alex Twelve. Yeah, and he just does. He's a good player. He's uh, allergic he to the a, try he line. A, he is a really good player. He's just allergic to that try line. I'm telling you. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, they, hopefully they can kick on. Because yeah. like play, players like David, David Nofaluma, that was back to like that was back to when David Nofaluma was getting spoken about playing Origin. Mm-hmm. There was that kind of that kind of form on the weekend. Man, they were just on from the get go. And you went, I love Bateman. Yeah, you know what? I tried to find points for Bateman. I wanted him to get the one, but you know, I know that yeah. I've given away three to ones. It's Brooksy, yeah, but. Bateman, like when he he just knows when to straighten up. He knows that he's got a little bit of ad lib in him, and he knows when to be structured. Like that follow up for that last try, outside, inside, outside, bloody, and then he's followed up and Dream Bullers line break and scored. He deserved it. He's always a yeah. He's a competitor. He's a competitor, and he they've deserves got, to be in the NRL. They've got the um, they've got the bye this week, and they're up against the Raiders. So a very, a very winnable game. Mm. That'll be a good game. They, they, they can the kick big on. Big forward packs, big forward packs. Because yeah. mm. that's are they three three from the past four. The Tigers, so, man. Mate, three from the past four, and on top of that, the the ones they lost were good games. So like, they could have beaten Power Easy. Mm. It'll be, and we only just beat them. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It was twenty nil, and I think that flattered the score on really, but. Anyway, the only the only thing I can say about this is um there was a chorus of boos when Luciano Leilua played his first game of the year uh for the Cowboys. Why? Uh because yeah, 
maybe because he's an ex-player, but they just booed him every time he touched the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, He got lifted from the no-fault stand-down list after yeah, his domestic dropped. violence charges were dropped. So that makes him eligible. So he's been training the whole time. So he got thrown straight in. Um, His last game was in 2022. Uh, he got picked for the Samoan side and obviously that got that opportunity got ripped away from him when he got charged. So, yeah, I thought he played all right in his first game back, despite the fact the whole crowd was against Mate, him. You forget what a beast he is. He's a gun. Yeah, he is. That's why he's, I was like, oh. He's always so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, boys. Um, Isn't that I back? No. No, he yeah. is back in round 14. Just remember two weeks ago, Helen Lukey had a bit of a blinder. How did he go? I didn't watch the game, so. Oh, I'm looking. No, 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 no. no. Mate, no one from the Cowboys had no. remotely a good game. No. no, he was all right. He's caught a try, but oh, Scott, mate, Scott Drinkwater did about mate. He was he was bordering um, worse than Lockie Miller. Yeah, it was mate, bad. He, he was he was. <laughs> I was I watched the um, I watched the mini with my wife, and she's like, "Why is he running away?" <laughs> but he was legit avoiding contact. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. They it were was. Fucking, they were bad. Mate, and mate, like credit where credit's due. Congrats to the Tigers. Like that's a big bounce back. They lost seven in a row, twelve in a row technically, if you include last year. So you know to turn it around, you know, mate. They could. Mate, this competition's close. They're on what eight points, ten points, whatever it is. They're on ten points. I don't forget mate, what they're on. Uh, power on something. The, uh, Cowboys this week. So I'm a bit worried of the bounce back. Mm, I don't think so. Guilty. We'll see. We'll see. But thank God there's a few Cowboys playing. Fucking Origin. Yeah, that's why I think they're going to get fed. Um, a cash MVP three two ones, Clarky. Uh yeah, we spoke about them already. Appy Corosau three, Green Buller two, and Luke Brooks in his two hundredth game one point. He stood up for that two hundredth game. Game six, boys. The Melbourne Storm defeat the Dolphins, who don't have a geographer geographical location. I nearly forgot that. Twenty four points to sixteen. So this one was pretty much a first half only game. Um, that's where all the action happened. The storm dominated. Um, you know, the biggest talking point was Felice Kafusi's uh, sin bin and three game suspension, which he deserved. Um, yeah, the storm just clinically broke him down. Um, the surface and Suncorp is still fucked from Magic Round. It's so bad they shouldn't be playing on that surface for another. They should never play there for two, three weeks after Magic Round. It's so bad. Um, but the, the Dolphins—they always seem to stay in games. Um, and they had a late spark, but it just wasn't enough. The Storm are just a more quality outfit than some sides that have buckled against them. Um, but yeah, Kafusi went for Welch. And I think it's interesting because obviously Kafusi doesn't care about the opposition, despite the fact he would have played with Welch for years. Maybe he didn't Bash like Brandon Christian Smith. Welch. Maybe he didn't like him. But Bash, he bashed Brendan Smith. <laughs> yeah, he bashes anyone. So maybe yeah. he just goes, it doesn't matter. The opposition is wearing this color. Yeah. I'm going to belt him. Mate, that's why Wayne Bennett picks him. Mate, yeah. that bloke, Kafusi, was an Australian second rower for a long time. Not yep. for no reason. Do you know what I mean? He's a good player. And he would have been in the Queensland side this year had he not been suspended. Definitely. So definitely. He would probably be reprised for game two because he'll be back by then. Um, here's a question, actually. If you're suspended for three games, so he's suspended right now, so he'll miss the Dolphins game this week. Will game two be the origin game and then game three Round four, no, eight. you know what I was thinking about that. You can't because he wouldn't be playing the Dolphins game. You can't have that as two games. No, no, no it's one game. Origin, or Origin one game. 
Origin's going to be a game. No, no, no. I know that, but what I'm saying is you can't go, oh, you miss the Dolphins game and you miss the Origin game. It's only one. Is it? Yeah. Because, man, you can't play both games. I reckon they're going to put a... Oh, you're right. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. They've done that before. Surely not. No, they've I'm... Done with, it, they've, I'm... They've, no. Done it bef- they've done it before. Where they've So it'll be like... So someone will get... Say it's a one-match suspension. Mm-hmm. Are they, say, are they trying to phase it out, though? They'll say the one match is the Dolphins game. So then he could play Origin. And then he'll play Origin. No, that's crap. They've done that before. They've, it's a known thing. Oh, that's bullshit. I'm with, I'm actually, I get what you're saying, Gildy, because he'd be out regardless for Origin. Yeah. What, I, what I'm trying to get my head around is remember when they said if you get suspended during Origin, it's like, sorry, if you, if you commit uh, an offense during Origin, the weight of it is higher. So like if you if you're supposed to get a one game suspension for something in NRL, if you do it in origin, it doesn't equal one game, it equals like a fine. Remember when they were talking about all that shit and they actually implemented it? Yeah. Is that no, any, they haven't is talked that... about it? They haven't they haven't been talking about it, so I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not even gonna the fucking try. Belendis talks about a lot of shit. Yeah, like when he he said he was gonna um let England and Kiwi players play this year, which we'll talk about next week when we have when we in our bunker review for eligibility. But anyway, um, Kafusi's out and he deserved it. Like I said, the Storm um, dominated uh, in the first half, which gave him the platform to kind of put the cue in the rack. And the game was an arm wrestle until the last probably 10 minutes, maybe less. But anyway, um, Eli Katoa is the biggest talking point uh, injury-wise. He's out for an extended period after he injured his shoulder in the, before the 60th minute. So I mean, yeah, Sims gets a start somewhere. Maybe because weirdly enough, he was in Origin last year, wasn't he? In game one, and now yep. he's not even making first grade. Thanks, Brad Fitler. But um, yeah, boys, <laughs> I, I've got nothing. I've got nothing more to add to this one. If you want to move it on, three, two, one. Yeah. So Jerome Hughes three, Nelson Asafa Solomona two, and Nick Meany one. Yeah. So yeah, Jerome Hughes. He just orchestrated in the first half, uh, in that first half, to pretty much set up three tries. Nas ran for two hundred meters off. Uh, he ran for one hundred and fifty in a forty-minute stint. And um, Nick Meany just always ran the ball. And I thought mm. Munster, I thought Munster was 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 good, but he just he just didn't get involved enough. So yeah, pretty pretty simple three two ones. Uh, Mate, boys, I'm gonna I'm gonna bow you. I'm fucked. Okay, Nick. Goodbye, Bye, boys. Bye, boy. You did so well. See you, mate. Bye. Fuck, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Hello. We're just going to continue. Yeah. Um, Game seven, Nick. Uh, Nick. Ryan? The fucking hell. I'm thinking about Nick already. It's normally, it's not, it's normally me. Normally me bunking off early. Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> now it's just me and you, baby. Uh, game seven, the dogs versus us. Oh, the dog. Far out. I've got to get my... Bearings back. The Canary Bulldogs defeated the Gold Coast Titans 20-18. to 18. Clarky, besides the refereeing, um, ultimately this is another second-half fade from the Titans. It was a gutsy win from uh, my Bulldogs club. Uh, they overcame a 14-0 deficit at the break and snatched victory at the death. They really should have been ahead earlier, but it comes down to some decisions which we will dissect. Um. I was at this game, and as you probably are aware, 
I was pissed off at half time. I was very short again on the WhatsApp chat we've got. <laughs> um, but they were very pedestrian, the dogs in the first half. Um, but on the refereeing, we won four captain's challenges. So that might paint a picture, Clarky, don't you think? Winning four captain's challenges? Yeah. Um, the moment that burnt me was in the 32nd minute uh, where the score was 8-0 to the Titans. Uh, Marnie got pinged for a bullshit hip drop, which we spoke about, uh, where Graham and Nesley apologised and said it was not a hip drop. Uh, that was on Mo Fodawaker. And then the next, uh, they got a penalty. Uh, the next carry, Tino initiated contact with Marnie's head with a high elbow. They didn't penalise him. Didn't put him on report. It's play on. Uh, Reed Marnie goes off for HIA. And then the next set, Tino sets up a try. So I was flabbergasted. That's when they got up 14-0. And I'm like, fuck this. They're, we've just been reffed out of a decision there, which is critical. And it could cost us, right? And they're the sliding doors moments that, you know, even if we if we lost, I'd be blown up worse. But we didn't lose. And then in the second half... TPJ has got it over over Tino. He's run for two fifty meters. He's he's dominating him. Tino's a fantastic player, but TPJ won the battle in this game. And Tino gets booed all the time because of what he did to Matt Burton last year um, in Origin. So he always gets booed when he plays the Bulldogs. And then he does a leg lift and a drive tackle on TPJ. And again, no sin bin. They stopped the game for a penalty, but no sin bin. He's, he's not sanctioned by the match review committee. I'm like, is this because of origin? Do you think that's a thing, Clarky? Do you reckon they go, yeah, we can't get rid of the best players? Origin's on. Uh, <clears throat> see, I I don't I don't have a massive issue with the with the Tino bumpers up hit. Oh, I do. I don't like it, man. It's fucking feel like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think it might be a penalty, but I don't, I'm not sure whether it warrants anything more than that. I think. And I think him getting a fine obviously reflects that as well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not against the fine, but it wasn't even a penalty. That's where I, I think I'm getting yeah, shits. Yeah. And then now what's becoming an issue for me as well, Clarky, which you know, obviously I'm watching the dogs game with more intent, but it's reflective of the refereeing for certain calls this year. And it's it's the obstruction call. They went from a black and white rule to a grey grey rule. But then they go, they flip flop between when they want to adjudicate it black and white and when they want to adjudicate it grey. In this instance, they went black and white. So Preston hit the outside shoulder of Tanner Boyd, uh, and then the, the the Bulldogs have shifted the ball away from where that happened, and then Paul Alamotti breaks the line and scores a try, and they called it a, an obstruction because Tanner Boyd got hit, even though he was up and went for the, you know, went for Alamotti later. Plus he was nowhere near the, the play. So my gripe is that, like, you either make it black and white or you decide, oh, this play, you make it grey. That's what they got to do. And then this yeah, is it can't, like, it can't be both. It pissed me off. And that, that, was, at a, that, that point, was a try. It was a try. It was. And that would have put, put us ahead earlier. But, you know, it came down to the end. And, you know, there's, there's there's another call where Tanner Boyd passes off the ground on his shoulders and they let it go and they nearly scored off it. And I'm like, seriously, like it, it was, unfortunately we are ref bashing in this episode, but it's warranted. And in this game, 
and and it sounds biased as a dog supporter, but it's truly how I see it. It was it was really one sided towards the Titans, and the dogs did a good job to 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 win in in that sense. In saying that, the dogs attacking is not fluent, and they scored two tries off Matt Burton kicks. So, you know, that's you know not a great indication of you know the way the Rabbitohs score a try off the back of you know backline plays and running your fours through the middle. We we don't tend to do that like other teams. What I will say is that the dogs just don't give up. They're always in a game. They're always in a game. Yeah, the Titans should have <clears throat> used with that. But you put you described them as pedestrian. They were that pedestrian in the first half that the Titans should have blown yous away. And yeah. It shouldn't have even been a contest. But you's yeah, yeah you're stuck in there and yeah, they yeah, it's, always, it's it's always an issue when you're only scoring tries off kicks, isn't it? Mm, not a fan, but you know I'll take the win. Don't get me wrong. Um, Adokar made his return, which got him the spot in Origin. I think I don't think he he yeah. was fantastic, but you know we know what he can do, i.e. the World Cup and his campaign in Australia. Um, the only other thing I can I can bring up here uh, is Carl Olawapu's hit on Kieran Foran. I was just about to say that. I was going to say how you like in his development. Um, look, his kicking game is 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 okay. Um, I'm telling you, is his first game as a as a uh, his first eighty minute game starting as a half. Um, his defense is 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 good, and that's what I like. But yeah, we need a bit more in attack. I think he gives more than Flanagan. Um, his kicking game is similar to Flanagan's, which is not great. Um, but he just needs to grow that confidence, and he's a young kid. Is he a half or a five eight? He's a half, half, half. like a a genuine half. Yeah, oh, I think so. Okay, that's how they've that's how he was in the Brisbane system. But yeah, okay. you know, obviously, all the talks about the dogs buying Ben Hunt, like mate, if they get Ben Hunt, you know, they're laughing, they're absolutely laughing because oh, yeah. the, the forums, the the Bulldogs forums, are like we don't need him. We've got Carlo Luapu. It's like. It's not the point. Like for for mine, you get an Australian quality halfback to teach this kid the nuances of being a quality halfback, and he'll be better for the for the way he's getting a go now under yeah. Seraldo. You're not, and you're not buying a, you're not buying Ben Hunt. He's twenty nine. He's thirty three. Like he's only going to be there for a year or two. Yeah, which is fine for me. Like that's what happened. Mm. Remember in 09 when the dogs bought Brett Kamali? Yeah. And then he, like, everyone's like, well, what won Brett Morley for? But we fucking nearly made the grand final. We lost to the Parramatta. We lost to Parra in the, in the prelim. Anyway. Yeah. What do I know? Um, yeah, just just before we move on, the Titans, they've taken the record for the most double-digit lead, um, like, fail, failures. Like, they've been up by 14 and they've lost. They've got the record for it. They've, I think it was the eighth time in a row they've been up by 14 and lost the game. Far out. Yeah. Mate, it's danger signs. Yeah, it's not looking good for old Holbrook there because they've taken the faders tag from the Raiders pretty much. Yeah. And the only reason <laughs> Man, they're, why the, wor- they're worse than the faders. Well, well yeah, they are, but like the only reason why the Raiders are the faders is because it bloody rhymes, but nothing rhymes with Titans. <laughs> so. There, the Titans take the, the faders tag. Or yeah. whatever rhymes with Titans in the same noun. But anyway, um, I've got nothing more to add, Clarky, unless you do. Oh. Beautiful. No, mate. 
Beautiful. Uh, the um, Castro MVP, three, two, ones. Obviously, Tevita Pengai Jr., easy man of the match. David Fafida, two points, and Matt Burton, one. It was nearly Preston, but Matt Burton actually, like, you know, because he set up the tries, that's why he gets the one point. Mm. Last game, Clarky, uh, the Manly Seagulls stun the Canberra Raiders in Canberra, winning this game 42 to 14. Shocking. Shocking result, but it was an ambush. And the Raiders were the only other team on a five-game-plus win streak, like the Rabbitohs, and they lost as well. This is why this week is redemption round. Um, Turbo, we've spoken about him. He silenced the critics, me being one of them. Um, he, sh- he shook that injury, Clarkie, and he played like 2021 Turbo. Mate, um, that's, the, that's the best way to describe it. It was 2021 Turbo. Mate, he scored three. He set up tries. He was always around the ball. He was dangerous. He's defended. He try saved. That was his best game this year. And like you hey. said earlier, it, it it looked like it was the first game where it looked like he wasn't injured. Yeah. Mate, three tries, one try assist, 245 metres. Fucking hell. Nine tackle breaks, three line breaks, two mm. line break assists. Mm. I wonder who's the man <laughs> of the match. Fucking hell. It's fucking Wild. crazy, eh? Mm. Wild. Mate, um, he's Josh Schuster returned, and I, I didn't put him in my super coach team, and the bloke got 120 points. He was he was solid, I gotta say. Him both halves were solid in this game. Like Gildy before he um bowed out because he's about to pass out. Um spoke up Cherry Evans when we we're talking about Queensland, and Schuster off the back of Cherry Evans's experience. He's better for it. So, yeah, maybe they do need him in the halves because fucking hell, I don't know if it's I don't know if he's inconsistent or not. Like I haven't seen him enough this year to to make that determination. But against the Canberra side, which has won the last five, you'd think in Canberra, you'd think, oh nah, you know, nah. Mate, when they question whether Josh Schuster's a five eight or not, he's mesmerizing when he goes to the line. He's very like, hard, yeah, hard to predict. <gasps> I, he's so good to be so fun to watch just because of how deep into the line he goes because he's 120 kilos. But yeah, it's yeah, I really enjoy watching him play. Now, what's what's interesting is you know, Manly lost Alloway, Kelma Tualangi, and Aaron Woods prior to the game, uh, like on the lead up to the game. Sorry, mm. Turb, uh, Gerbo comes back. Reaggravates his calf. He's gone for six, even though he played a good game. His brother Ben does his hammy. He's out for an extended period now, so they're going through this injury crisis, Manly. But they bounce back so well in this game. They annihilated Canberra. They kind of had Canberra had kind of had no excuses here. They have Hudson Young and Corey Horsburgh gone for an origin spot. You know, Hamoli Lukawatu's um, also in contention. I guess he didn't play great. But Canberra's it was kind of the balls in Canberra's court to Mate, I, keep going. Yeah, I, I I see it quite similar to the South Parramatta game where, yeah, Canberra's on a five game five game winning streak, Manly been struggling, and it's I think Manly just Manly needed to win, and the Raiders didn't. Much like Parra needed to win, and South didn't. That's that's mm. how I see it. Yeah, I think that's a. I reckon that is a factor. It happens every year. Um, look, two the two things I want to bring up 
in the game. Um, Hamoli Lakwatu, his clothesline on Jared Croker in the 40th minute. Do you think he should have been sinbinned or happy with the penalty? Well, no, because you don't get sinbinned anymore. So yeah, the, right. the level the level to get Simbi now is so high that no, not on the not on the new standard. It's I don't agree with your standard. I, you're right. It's so frustrating. They just it's whatever they they feel like doing. It's whatever they feel like doing each year. What should we crack down on? And they were like, nah, let's let's go let's. Let's be even more lenient on head highs this year. Like it's just yeah. reverted to that. Um, it was a poor call for the Canberra Raiders. Came in the sixty seventh minute, and look, the score was thirty to eight in Manly's favour. Um, but this call was a lesser version of the Roosters Raiders Grand Final loss. Ah, uh, sorry, the Raiders Grand Final loss in twenty nineteen to the Roosters. Um. Someone kicked the ball and Turbo played at it. The referee said fifth and Canberra picked it up. They thought it was six and just did the run. And they were like, oh, you know, they played the ball and they're like, nah, turn over. And Jack Whiten, again, he's like, oh, ref, he played at it. Legit, Clarky. <laughs> the next play, just like in the Roosters game in the grand final in 2019, Ruben Garrick breaks the line. And gives it to Saab and they score a try. <laughs> Just on the right side, not the left side, like in the Roosters grand final. And I was like, look, obviously it's a round game and the scoreline wasn't that close, but it had a it had a bit of 2019 vibes to it. Probably didn't sting them as much though. Nah. nah. I don't think sticky blew up as much either. No, but it was a shit call from the ref. Another <laughs> one. <laughs> so yeah. whatever. Um, it wasn't a good round for the old whistleblowers. No, they better fix it quick smart. Ashley Klein actually got the nod for game one of, I know you don't really care about the refs, but he's the game one <laughs> state of origin referee. It's not Jared Sutton. So that's interesting too. Um, only thing I can say for Canberra is Danny Levi came back and that is that. And Elliot Whitehead got injured um, and he got fined twice. So instead of taking a $60,000 um, fine, because he got injured, he's like, oh, I may as well just take the suspension and not pay a fine, which is quite Ah, genius. It is genius, isn't it? Genius. It's mm. $6,000. He got done That's twice in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah $6,000 fine. And he was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm injured. I'll just take two weeks off. <laughs> so, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, Clark, unless you got anything to add, do you cash MVP three, two, one? Uh, I'll build the suspense. I uh, Paseca gets one point. Bullimore for stepping up when the Trebojevic's Ranger gets two. Who and, gets three? Who gets three? Uh, Tom Trebojevic. What? Yeah. Not Why? after all the stats that you you rattled <laughs> off. Wild. Um, rapid fire tips, Clarky, for round 13. I'm going to start with you because you're the only one that I can start with. Just note that all Origin players are unavailable, but I know you know that. But anyway, five games this week. Thursday, 8 p.m., the Dolphins versus the Dragons at Redcliffe. Man, these games are hard. They are Because you, you think Dolphins straight up, but then you're like, no Hammer, no Kafusi, no Gilbert. Hmm. Oh, but no Hunt. 
Dolphins. Yeah, I'm saying Dolphins because they haven't got Ben Hunt 100%. That's yeah. it. If Hunt was yeah. there, I'm picking Dragons. Um, yeah. But you never know. You never know. Dwayne Bennett versus Ryan Carr. And, you know, I should have picked the, do- the drag. I changed it to Roosters this week. But usually when you lose a coach, they step up because it's a bit of freedom. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But I'm going to pick Dolphins too. Um, game two, Friday, 8 p.m. Eels versus the Cowboys at Parramatta. Oh, Eels for sure. Yeah. Cowboys have lost players. Eels just lost to <clears throat> Junior Paulo. Is that it? I'm yeah, not looking at the, so. I'm not looking at the lineups here. I'm just guessing. I believe um, so, yeah. Yeah. So Eels, they've still got Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses there and their hooker and you know Clint Gutherson's fullback. They're gonna win. Hmm. Game three, Saturday at 5 30 p.m. The Warriors versus the Broncos in Napier, New Zealand. Or Napier. Sorry. Uh Adam Adam Reynolds is back. Still yeah. got a strong team, the Broncos. I just go the Warriors off, coming off the week off. Back, yeah, the Warriors have been playing good. I'm going to go the Warriors. I'm picking the Warriors as well. I like I like how they, I like how they play. They're mad. They're a good side this year. Uh, game four, Saturday at seven thirty p.m. The Rabbitohs versus the Raiders in Homebush, Clarkey. Yeah, Blake Taft's in for Latrell. Apart from that, obviously no um. No Cameron Murray. I've got to go south still. Is Campbell Graham going to play? He's been named, but he's just a week-to-week prospect. Mm. So he has been named, though. Well, these are two sides coming off winning streaks to then lose this in round 12. Which is it'll, be close, it'll be a close game. Yeah, well, I'm I'm going to pick Rabbits um, because I think they could do it without Latrell. They've still got to enjoy Arrow. Um, but, yeah. It's not as if they've lost heaps of players both sides. So mm-hmm. that'll be an interesting game. And in round four, oh, sorry, in game five, the final game of the week, Sunday, 4 p.m., the Knights versus the Seagulls at Newcastle. This should be a bludger. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Manly's got an injury I'm... crisis and the Knights have no Frizzell. Let's no... go Knights because they've still got Ponga. They've still got Ponga. Like, really? Ponga, yeah. Really? The Knights have to win. Yeah, I'm going to probably pick the Knights. Yeah. And then seven teams on the bye. Seven, is that right? Yeah, seven teams on the bye. Bulldogs, Panthers, Roosters, Sharks, Storm, Titans, and Tigers. They are the bye teams. Hmm. Clarky, would you like to do around the grounds or should we just not do it? (laughs) You got to go? I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) What would you Um, like to do? No, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap, wrap it up. All right. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's edit we can that. talk um, about your precious World Cup next week. Yeah. When we've got a bit more time. Yeah. Uh, we've had a long episode today, guys. So we're going to postpone our Around the Grounds um, because it is late um, and we've lost our um, Around the Grounds um, correspondent in Nicholas Guild. So <laughs> um, I'm happy to do that next week. Next week, we will talk about France losing the World Cup and who will be taking over as well as the Challenge Cup results in the UK. Our Rusty Penny trivia question and answer of the week. At the start of the episode, I asked how many teams did not feature an Indigenous player during Indigenous round of the NRL. I fact-checked it. The answer is three. I know you knew that answer. 
The three teams that did not feature an Indigenous player were the Sydney Roosters, the West Tigers, and the Manly Sea Eagles. Good question, Clarkie, because I found that really interesting. I wouldn't have guessed it. Wouldn't yeah, well, I went. Yeah, went. I, well, I went through all the teams because I was. I was wondering why, because like obviously some teams had the Indigenous boys like leading them out. What was the first game? Like the Penrith game had. Um, Penrith and Broncos. It had uh, um, Stags for Bronx. Yeah, Stags and the center, bloody. Um, Tyron Peachy. Tyron Peachy, yeah, yeah, leading them out. And then the next game, no one let him out. I'm like, I wonder why that is. I'm like, oh, maybe there's no Indigenous boys. So I went through the whole lot. Very, the very of... unique, Clarky. I haven't seen that anywhere else. Yeah. That question? It was good. I liked it. I liked the um, I liked the whole round, the whole Indigenous round. that was done well. Yeah, and all the jerseys actually look mad this year. But so I didn't like the I didn't like the dragons roosters clash of colors just because yeah no both, that was annoying that was the only annoying yeah. thing other, other than that the jerseys were actually nice they're not they're not cookie cutter like I find a lot of the Anzac ones are they're all cookie cutter there's yeah a lot of Getty images searches yeah. a lot of just <laughs> like Anzac of, around yeah but yeah. yeah this is good there's a lot of thought that goes into it like a show yeah. And they explain and they explain it if you're like whichever club you go for, they break down what it all means. So it's mad. Yeah. It I is like mad. It. But Clarky, thanks for coming on again. Guilty's obviously thankful too. He, he marched on until game seven of the NRL. It's always a pleasure, never a chore. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Adzia Kasha, Rusty Penny, and to all our listeners for tuning in to episode 90 is a big one. That's a wrap from us here at the Silent Story Rugby League Podcast. Go the Bulldogs and go the blues. Glory, glory. Go the Blues. And if Kildy was here, he'd be saying go para, even though I can't stand him, and go the sneaks. Good night, Clarky. See you, mate.